Good evening, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of the Fred Hampton Inn and Suites. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're enjoying your week and enjoying this exciting, 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 exciting news. Joe Byron, President of the United States is running for re-election. So we're going to have a little party. It's party time, everybody. Thank you for coming to the campaign launch party. And uh, we have a, another special guest in front of the show joining us for tonight's episode. Uh, you know him. You love him. Let's give it up for Bill. Bill, welcome back to the Fred Hampton Inn Suites. How are you? Um, I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm just. Uh, I've been crying since Tucker Carlson got fired yesterday, and yeah, I know. Uh, just you know, rest in peace to a legend. Where am I gonna? Although he's still gonna be around. Don't worry about it, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Your white male rage out, and your and your yeah, uh, people yeah. telling you about the great replacement theory. He'll still be around. Don't worry. He's gonna find. Him. He's gonna find a job faster than I did after I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, well, welcome. Thank you for joining us again. Um, I don't know if you've heard the news that Joe Biden is re- running for re-election. Did, were yeah, you able to see his campaign launch? I heard I heard it from you earlier today, and um, then I went on to the news and I saw that I didn't see I didn't see any stories about it. <laughs> like, yeah, it sounds about top, right. The top story is like Taliban kill mastermind of suicide bombing at Kabul air, airport. First of all, what is that? Is that a sentence? Taliban kill. Ma- oh, oh, the Taliban kill mastermind of suicide bombing at Kabul airport. Okay, Taliban kill didn't really make sense to me. I was like, Taliban kill, right? I was thinking right. of Taliban as, as like as like a <clears throat> an adjective or something. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what you're you're talking about right now. Is that the the, the news that's happening? Is I, someone... I key news? That's the top story. And okay. then there's a Biden, uh, in other news, Biden review of chaotic Afghan withdrawal blames Trump. Blames uh, Trump? I think it's just more about Afghanistan. So everything's about Afghanistan. Montana House cancels session after a rally for trans lawmaker. Okay. Uh, so, Bill, I think I know what's going on here, actually, which is hilarious to me. What? Um, when I messaged you earlier today or yesterday when when i messaged you the topic earlier today that we're going to have a joe biden campaign launch party you sent me a text back that said oh it's going to be a political episode i'm going to do some research yeah i i I know and i pulled up ap news (laughs) (laughs) 
So is this is this the research that you were able to do? Is that what was happening? No, I got all kinds of facts about Joe Biden. <laughs> well, Bill, I, I appreciate your status as more of a normie, as someone who is not uh, hopelessly ingrained in uh, whatever hellhole of politics we live in now. Uh, but let me let me sort of set the stage to kind of I, I don't know if you were able to see Joe Biden's campaign launch party or how he launched the campaign at all. So but if you haven't, it, it's a real treat. Oh, it, it, it's a real treat. Uh, let me let me let me play a little bit of his campaign video. Uh, this is how he chose to reannounce or to announce his uh, his reelection campaign. Okay. Okay. And this is this is taken from MSNBC. They got the President Biden official official reannouncement thing. Uh, I got to get through an ad, but uh, you got to premium. <laughs> You'll never go back. I well, I did. I got premium, and then I went back because I was just so tired of YouTube taking money for something that should be free. But here we go. This is the the official campaign ad for uh, or the the launch for Joe Biden. And this is coming from, uh, of course, our favorite people in, at MSNBC. Officially running for re-election. This just happened. He just announced his 2024 plans in a new video out right now, exactly four years to the day after he jumped into the 2020 race. Take a look. Freedom, personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. There shouldn't be a red revolution. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy. Dictating what health care decisions women can make. Banning books and telling people who they can love. All while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. When I ran for president four years ago, I said we're in a battle for the soul of America, and we still are. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead, we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election, because I know America. I know we're good and decent people. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty and respect and treating each other with dignity. That we're a nation where we give hate no safe harbor. We believe that everyone is equal, that everyone should be given a fair shot to succeed in this country. Thank you for choosing us. Every generation of Flashing pictures of him with uh, Kentaji. Stand Jackson up for Brown. personal freedom. Stand oh. up for the right to vote and our civil rights. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of pictures of him with, like, of course, uh, black people, which he loves. 
and this is our moment. All right. A lot of pictures of just uh, black kids playing basketball. Kamala Harris. A lot of black people, actually, where I watch this at. So if you're with me, go to JoeBiden.com inside. Let's finish this job. I know you can. Finish the job. This is the United States of America. There's nothing, simply nothing we can't do together. Finish it. Finish the job. So that's uh, that's the campaign, uh, the campaign relaunch ad. At the beginning, uh, it sounded like like he wasn't gonna like like he's not saying he and maybe he's not, but he's not saying anything about what he's gonna do or is there anything oh. about him or how good at a job he's doing. He's just more like, hey, it's just if you don't vote for me, it's just gonna get worse or something. <laughs> Sounds like a Bill. <laughs> Bill, he said he's gonna give you more rights and more freedom. Ah, yeah. Do you, do you, Bill? Bill, do you want more freedom or less freedom? Uh, I th- I feel like I've got, I feel like I got the right amount of freedom <laughs> right now. You know, Bill, he can give you more freedom, and 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 he's going to give people the rights, women the rights to make their own health care decisions. Which okay, he's going to be anti. Uh, he's going to be, uh, you know. Uh, Pro-choice, sure, but uh, all this time he had in Congress, we still don't have a bill which made abortion legal federally anywhere. All this time well, he's been in the presidency, he didn't yeah. pass the bill the first two years. Um, but he, I mean, that's the only time he mentioned health care, too, is that he's going to give women the rights to make their own health care decisions. He didn't mention anything about I don't know, expanding healthcare access to people. He didn't mention anything about uh, really any kind of social safety net at all. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't have the votes to, he doesn't have the votes to make it legal, right? I mean, the way things are right now, he just, but what he can do is if he stays in office, he can stop it from being illegal. What? Yeah, what, stop, what, what from making illegal, like abortion? If they try to do things like like make the abortion pills federally illegal, right? If they try to do an abortion, I think what the the ultimate goal of those folks is to like have a have like a federal abortion ban is like yeah. that's the next step. Like we got okay, good, we overturned Roe v. Wade. Now we need to have a federal ban, and like they, you know, if they did that and 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 you got a Democrat president, he's just going to veto it. And then it's going to need like a three quarter vote, which they don't have to pass it. So having a Democratic president keeps the federal ban from going away. But I think, I mean, I, doesn't he need like a pretty big majority for that's a pass to have it like be just constitutionally legal? I mean, at this point, Bill, he, he needs... Uh, this guy needs a miracle for anything to to happen. What honestly? I mean, like here's here's the truth, right? Or he's the abortion. Gonna, I've already accepted that. Yeah, he's not getting reelected. No, he's not. First of all, he's going to die, right? Like he's he's well, we're all going to die. Yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> right. For I, sure. got a, I got a newsflash for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's. I mean, that's inevitable. But for I, I mean, look. I, 
I'll say a couple of things, and then we can, if you want to talk about that abortion ban thing. I mean, I'm Whoa. of the opinion that he he's had multiple opportunities to pass a law for it, but he won't just because I don't know. But this idea that you need the votes for it or anything like that, I think is a little, uh, it ends up being a little misleading because there have been multiple opportunities in multiple presidencies to pass a federal abortion uh, legality act of some kind. And it hasn't happened, which is kind of why I ended up being like, just those kinds of things, man, is, is why I ended up like getting away from like the Obama crowd and, and giving a fuck about or really caring at all that Democrats can do anything. Um, because it's pretty clear that when they have power, they don't do anything. So it's 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 they're almost just like an opposition force for the sake of being an opposition force. Yeah, so I don't I can't people, think of anybody like if you asked me like <clears throat> and maybe you got a better answer for this. But like if you asked me like. If not Joe Biden, who? Yeah, I'd be like, I don't fucking know. I don't, I, I'm not really. Obama again? I don't know. Just, <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know, just, I don't know who to pick from, you know. So, I mean, people, I, people really wanted Michelle Obama to run, who does not want it. No, she's been, she, you know, she, she knows what the fuck it is. Look what it did to her husband. Yeah. And here, here it is, like, there's nobody else but this guy. And I, I do want to play this, though, too. This is, uh, this is a capable leader, a compilation of some of the most capable things that uh, Joe Biden has done throughout his presidency. Uh, I just want to play this for you. I would do it again in results after we listen to ads on YouTube. <laughs> I'm not paying these motherfuckers $11 a month or whatever it is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. All right. I, I, I'm done giving money to YouTube. They're going to feel that. <laughs> All right. So I know they really will, right? Well, here we go. Uh, this is uh, some compilation of Joe Biden's greatest moments. Uh, yeah, let's have it. That I found on YouTube from a, a YouTube channel just called Joe. Shit. And uh, here we go. This is Joe Biden's greatest moments. This is what we have to look forward to. Dick. Vice President, how are you, pal? Thanks for swearing at me. I tell you what, it's easy to swear at you. We've got news. Rashid Sanook is now the prime minister. You're trying your best, but it never feels like enough. What a stupid son of a bitch. But guess what? We got a lot to do. You guys say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. I'm sick and tired of ordinary people being fleeced. I'm tired of being quiet. Where I'm sick and tired. I'm just sick and tired. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, I really mean it, but think how we think about it. I'm sorry it takes so long, guys. Everybody knows I like kids better than people. I like kids better than people. Everybody knows I like kids better than people. Now, very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in your 30s. Right? No what? No serious guys to your 30. Oh, she's not in line. No serious guy until you're 30. We're waiting for relief. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential this week for child care. A lot has been happened already, number one. Number
number two, I'm going to fight like heck. So she mind him. I wrote the bill <laughs> on the environment. Why would I not be for it? Guess what? Employers can't find workers. I said, yeah, pay them more. This is an employee's, employee's bargaining chip now. What's happening? They're going to have to compete and start playing hardworking people a decent wage. Unchained Wall Street. Unchained Wall Street. Do you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay. And then there's this one. I just want to play this part, too, because this is right. probably one of my favorite Biden clips. I got Lana. I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was trained and then watch the hair come back up again. They the look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved wow. kids jumping on my lap. Uh, Joe Byron, everyone. Joe motherfucking Byron. Um, uh, look, Bill, I, I honestly want your opinions because you, uh, of my friends, you probably pay the least amount of attention to politics at all. <laughs> You know what's I mean, weird? I was thinking yeah, about no, the other day. What's, okay. I, okay, let me just be upfront with you. I can't tell you why Joe Biden's a bad president. I can't, I can't, I've heard that he is. I can't tell you why. Yeah. I, but I can't tell you anything he's done like that that I know of that's good either. And maybe that's why. I don't know. I, I, I he's like it's what's really weird is he's he's a president I don't, I just don't you'd think about in the zeitgeist I would hear about every fucking thing this guy's doing maybe it's because I'm so used to hearing ev- every fucking thing the last guy did yeah you know was, I couldn't av- I couldn't I had tried to avoid the news I couldn't hear it anymore it was everywhere but you just heard it as and then he gets it I feel like it's been so quiet I don't even know what the president's doing the last yeah. you know. What has it been? Two and two, two, two years and some change. It's been two years and some change. Yeah. 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 You know, it's just, it's, I feel like in the time since he's, well, I think a lot of people could say this. I don't think this is shocking, but in the time he's been president, I've heard more about the last president than I've heard about him. Yeah. And I think that's, look, I, I think that's completely normal as far as what a lot of people who, went out, voted for Biden, or voted against Trump, and uh, have kind of unplugged from politics ever since. But I, I think I, one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on is because I knew you wouldn't really know much shit about what Joe Biden's doing, about what he's done, but I wanted to see what your thoughts were. Where, you know, because I think... I, to me, I, I'll just what I see as far as what's happening right now in America is, uh, there's no real, there's a revolutionary sort of energy and a movement that people want to happen here. There's energy behind some of that. That's like, uh, you know, it's uh, it's underneath the surface of everything, but it's still unable to break through mostly because there is a uh, 
political and media establishment that is hell-bent on keeping people disinterested and uninformed while shit continues to get worse. So there's this, I mean, look, Biden is, the fact that you can't think of anyone else who could possibly run except for Biden is directly because of this same sort of ecosystem, which has led people to, uh, you know, like either be uninformed or disinterested or just like staying away, if that makes sense. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I know he's our oldest president ever. Yeah. He's real old. He's old as shit. That's right. Yeah. Should do, do you want do you you said you don't know much about what he actually did, right? I don't what know. I don't now. I I know that he I know he pulled out of I know he pulled us out of Afghanistan and I know it didn't go so hot. Um yeah. I know he appointed uh Katanji Brown. Um he he said something about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Remember Who, he Biden? Like, yeah, he was like, ah, it's the Pirates of the Caribbean or something, something like that. Yeah, I don't know what he was talking Google about. Google Joe Biden Pirates of the Caribbean and find out. But uh yeah, you know, I don't <clears throat> you know when he was talking at the beginning, I was like, you know, he's spitting some yeah, he's listening to some things, and I was like, mention the book banning. And he goes, banning books. I was like, ah, oh, there it is. Because the book banning is the stuff that's starting to really annoy me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I mean, that's the thing, too. Um, what's kind of interesting, and, and, I, and this goes on both sides of that. Everybody, both sides want to, both sides want to censor us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 there's a similar argument from both sides that's like, I don't know, hundred, I don't understand how people cannot see that, like, the similarities, you know, like the, um, so what I mean by this is like, you get all these people upset about their freedoms. It's usually freedoms to, like, say racist words or have old books that nobody cared about still be. You know, it's just like you know, it's just like, like all this stuff about the 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 culture wars stuff, like about how like like the PC stuff and oh, I'm so sick of no, oh, we should be able to say Merry Christmas and all this stuff about how you know, um, you know about the freedom to just be what you know as ignorant as we want or whatever. Um, but then there's the then there's this other side of it, it's just like, oh, but we want to like ban and burn, but we want to control and take books out of schools and control, make schools teach about only one thing instead of another thing, and and I'm just like, well, this is the opposite. You're, 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 you're censoring things. You're like, ah, we don't want to, we shouldn't be censored by this woke bullshit or whatever, and then they, then it's, let's go censor all this, all this, anything I just don't agree with. And then on the other side, I don't even know where my thought was. Uh, no, you're saying that you you feel like there's censorship, <laughs> or like both people want to ban shit on both sides. Yeah, and then the things they're upset about. Uh, by the way, I think I think I think the other side. I think one side takes it a little 
extreme. Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I kind of agree with you. That's annoying. Okay, that's too much. Like, you don't need to be getting upset about that. Like the Dr. Seuss thing, you know, like, you know. Right. By the way, the do- by the way, all the same people pissed off that someone decided to stop publishing an old Dr. Seuss book no one's heard of uh, because it has racist drawings in it. Uh, and the people who own the copyright, you know, who decide to do it, and all, and then all these people get all up in arms, and they're all upset. And then, you, and then now we cut to like whatever a year later, and we're just taking books out of circulation everywhere we can. Like, right. are you for you or against books? You know, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I don't like the books thing. Well, what do you it's mean the very <laughs> Nazi? It's very Nazi Germany. Yes. <laughs> when you start fucking like you start saying we're going to change the curriculums of schools, right? Because of this. But where, I, I guess where do you see that happening on the left? Or here, here's what I want to say too. Okay, this, well, uh, just real quick, I don't. I I'm going to do an episode pretty soon about just what is like Chomsky's indoctrination theory. Mm-hmm. which talks about even the way that we're taught how politics work, even the yeah. way that we are, uh, politics are framed is part of the indoctrination to keep the political sort of movement going as it is to not actually disrupt the politics as usual with anything revolutionary or pro people, but to keep it in uh, as a status quo. Oh, uh, so, you know, like the idea of, the right and left. I mean, right now, I think you mean basically like the Democrats or people who vote for Democrats and people who vote for Republicans, right? Like something along those lines. Um, I forgot already, but it was, uh, <clears throat> I think it was along the lines of like, I mean, here's well, the thing. When I thought, what the fuck side, do you mean you forgot bill? It's when you say right and left or both sides, what are you talking about? Okay. I'm talking about both. I'm talking about. I'm talking. I'm talking about both sides. And 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 you know, there's there's a third side what? too. Well, here's the thing. I don't know well, what are the on. sides. That's all I'm asking. What are the okay. sides? So you got okay. So you got your your pretty much your indifferent people who kind of go in 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 any different direction because they're just individuals. They're not you know. So it was just a mix like uh what like a wild card. You know, like most of us. I, I think I think most of us. Might right. fall into that camp. You get that. Those are the sort of the neutrals or whatever. The way I think it should be. The way I am. And then you got, then you've got your real hardcore, like real liberal people. You know. Okay, I shouldn't say one side's a real hardcore. Like there's no little. Also, okay, so you got your liberals. Also, you're like, you just keep going. But the way I mean, that you're, you're you, saying, got, you got the whole, you got you got the whole people who are actually the best, like me. Like the way yeah, that okay. I am is actually right. the best. I, I, I'm just saying, I said that it was the best. I said how it should be, meaning like we shouldn't gank. I should okay. okay. The way that this country was founded, and the way George Washington warned people before he died, was we shouldn't. We're voting for like A or B. Like that's that's all you get. You get A or you right. get the opposite of A. <laughs> you can't. You're know saying. And, yeah, and I, yeah. I don't like that now. It's just this now. I live in a country where it's like so split that it's like it's uh, nail bitingly uncomfortable every time there's an election now uh, to watch this like little mar- margin thing in the middle just move 
one way that yeah. um but uh what was i saying yeah no yeah. i mean there's still shit like like i don't know like 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 the sometimes there's sometimes there's similarities when it comes to like the censorship of of things like i've been talking here before like, like remember when people just like started like taking off like they started banning old movies shit like like when i say banning i don't mean like government ban but similarly like like oh 16 candles that's let's let's all boycott that and make a big deal about it because there's a scene in it that's kind of non-consensual and uh i get that yeah and, and, and i'm not gonna Did be one boycott that? A different time. yeah like like they'll just people will just bring up old movies having problematic here's a word that comes up a lot of time with these people problematic well this is problematic now or this actor turned out to be a real creep so now everything he's ever done is just like you know you, there's things like what i'm what i'm trying to say is on that side there's a lot of like pushes for like boycott this cancel this i guess i'm talking about cancel culture in a way and yeah. i'm not saying it's not always deserved but there's a lot of it's just like everybody wants to just like shut everybody down now granted if you're trying to shut somebody down who's like a rapist i get it but at the same time it's like i don't know like it's always sunny in philadelphia not this not their idea but like five episodes of that show um get removed from um basically from existence you can't even go buy them right because of because of satire but hold on hold on this is this this is good because are those episodes of always sunny getting removed because people are protesting them no, I think that's that. That's a decision made by some. It, it happened around the time of the George Floyd stuff, and I think some. It just caught on. Tina Fey started it. Tina Fey has some. Her reaction to George Floyd happening is, um, oh, there were a few episodes on my show Thirty Rock where people were in blackface, so I am going to be removing these. From every place, like it—it's the virtue signaling. Is that what that is? Yeah, I think I think that's probably a form like, of virtue signaling. But I, like, I guess look at me. my point is, yeah, my my point is that like these are sort of like corporate decisions by people who are either wanting to virtue signal or prevent their product from being, uh, I guess, seen in a bad light, tarnished. Yeah. Yeah, even so if like they, you know, I think if the creators, the, I, I know they don't necessarily, if legally they don't have the say. It's just a shame when it's just like, it, it's not even a shame. Like, oh, I want these episodes back so I can watch them. I, I have the internet. I know how to go find them. I have them, but uh, it's more like, you know, it's more like the fact that like that it that something like that has to be done because of like because like people just can't separate satire from. Like, if this was, if there was an ep- old episodes of a TV show in which a white guy came on and played a black character in blackface, I'd say, yeah, that's the definition of blackface. What the hell is that shit? You know, but someone's, they're making fun of, you know, if it's a satire on, you know what I'm saying? It's just if we can't separate fact from fiction here, 
Um, what you're basically saying, like, and I don't want to turn this into a whole blackface thing, but like, if you're saying no, this is black... this is now the blackface episode. It has nothing to do with Joe Byron. It's did all about guys, blackface. Did you guys hear the infamous blackface episode of Fred Hampton and in Sweets? It's wild. <laughs> you got to go check it out. It's wild. It was like April of twenty three. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, but like, he said, like, well. It's depicting something that was. It's depicting something that was bad, or from a you know, or from a time in history that's like shameful or something like that. But yeah. okay, so then why are you not saying, well, let's ban Schindler's List? It's showing Nazis killing people in concentration camps—a terrible thing that happened—and we're seeing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's why I I, I can't understand. Where does it end? Where does it yeah, end? Well, I, if you go I back think to any movie stars, you go. Humphrey Bogart beat his wife. Let's yeah, he did. All of all of Humphrey. I'm sure they all Wait, beat their he? wives. Did he beat his wife, Humphrey Bogart? Everybody beat their wives back then. Are you kidding? I just made that up, but I'm pretty sure it's true. We know Sean Connery admitted an interview. Smacks his wife around. Are 25 percent of James Bond movies banned? You know what's going on. Yeah, well, yeah, look, I where, we, I... where do we draw the line? I don't like double but, standards. No, I totally... I understand you on that, but how much of that do you think is a political decision that's happening that that's going to stop if we, say, vote for someone to get into office? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, politics has nothing to do with it. This is stuff... <laughs> okay. This is, yeah. <laughs> Unless... Now, on the other side of things, you keep seeing, like, the, the, the oaths that all these, like, um, and, and by the way, I said there's, like, five sides of the neutrals and then I was the liberals. And then you got your, the old, the old school Republicans, the ones that are still, like, Republican. Like, hey, listen, I'm a Republican. I didn't sign up for all this hateful shit. Right. Except for the old blackface. That's fine. I'm old, but, but I'm old-fashioned Republican, so right. I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just casually racist, just, you know, like that, that, and not this whole like. Ex- then you get these like Trump or these the, the the what do they what do they call that like neo, Republican or whatever the, they've got, I've heard multiple words for it, and then there's a lot of them, and it's uh, you know what? Here's here's my thing about politics. Uh, uh-huh. Whatever happens, happens. If uh, I, you know what, hey, let, me, let me let me change that. Like I'm just gonna say, if like I when I try to accept the fact, okay, here's the thing: Trump will be president two years. Right, now. he will yeah. be president. Yeah, that's going, that's going to happen. See, let this that is, sink this, in. Okay, okay, this is fascinating though because I I love how apolitical or how um I, I love how you I, I, to be frank, you don't know anything about fucking politics, but you arrive at the same conclusion that I arrive at. Which is yeah, very because I think it's so obvious that that I don't yeah. need to know a lot. Yes. So, see, yeah. Okay. Well. T- okay. Sorry to interrupt well, you, but please tell us. Tell us why you think. While I might not know the exact goings on of like what good things. Here's the thing, too. I would like. I bet you somebody could probably. I want someone to tell me all the good things that I would like that Trump did while he was in power. Because oh, I can, maybe I, can tell you I don't hear. I don't hear about them. Right. I'm not going to yeah. hear. The, that's gonna upset my dog. Oh, sorry. That's just someone at my uh, at my door. That's my doorbell. He didn't react, but he he stayed with my friend who had that doorbell. And then I I find that if I just play like a YouTube video of that doorbell sound, he starts going nuts. Still, like someone's even though we don't have a doorbell. Oh, weird. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, like I feel like, oh, I was saying that. Um, why do you think you Trump's know, getting elected? And you think it's obvious? I. Why do I think he's. Because I just. You can just tell where the wind is blowing. Hmm. You can see the numbers. You see the. You, also, I can tell because a lot of people. Because it, what you really rely on, we've got a, a strong uh, side on one and on the other, right? And so it's all about that middle and swinging those middles to make that one little difference, to grab that one state that makes all the difference or two states, right? Whatever it comes down to. <clears throat> and so, I mean, I follow enough. I, I know how elections go. I know historical things. Um, but if you've got a guy running for real, the guy running for re-election has like the lowest approval rating, right? Isn't it like, wasn't it like the lowest in however many years? Yeah. It was really low. It still is low. Pretty low. So when I look at that and I go, are there enough people that are going to look at this guy? People who are on the fence, are they going to look at this guy um, who no one approves of? And even people who are like, even like liberal people are like, oh, he sucks. You know what I'm saying? So there's, I don't know. He just doesn't, he, I don't think he, he certainly doesn't have the person. I tell you what, I could say a lot of things about Donald Trump, but I, but I will, I respect the, the game. You know what I mean? He's got a person, he's got, he gets them fired up. He knows what to say to get the people that he gets. He knows is he a smart man? No, but strategically, yes. You know, but like, like he, he knows what he, he knows what buttons to push. He's got jokes. He'll yeah. burn. He'll burn somebody real good sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's he's, he's electric in a way. He, he's a perfect encapsulation, I think, of the the. He's like the endpoint of what American politics turns into. When it's been a show for so long, yeah. when people have not kept their promises uh, as far as getting elected, it's just they'll say whatever they need to say, they'll lie however they need to lie to get into office, and they offer you nothing but uh, sim- symbols, you know, symbolism, uh, while they continue to rob you of rights, while they continue to make sure you... Uh, uh, you know that the corporations that they serve are happy while they don't do anything for you uh so when your entire sort of like uh system is based on just who do i think represents better symbolism to me and when people are angry and when people are just everything they do is based around some form of like either being a product or buying a product and some kind of like Hollywood shit, right? Because it all comes down to like uh, this, when anyone can, when no one can offer you real substance and the person who offers you the most substance is someone who knows how to tell people to fuck off and is funny and is entertaining and you can get behind uh, those qualities in him, then yeah, that makes Trump like an attractive candidate in that sense. Um, And the fact that like, you know, there's a version of Trump that is, you want to know the good things that he's done, right? 
that's a tough question, but some of the good things that he's done are like when he went to North Korea and met with Kim Jong-il, that was pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, what if he gets into power and he, or what if, he, what if even before he gets into power, what if he brokers a peace for the Ukraine war? Well, that would be fucking huge. I like, mean, what, that's, if he, what if he does it before he's even president? He get it. That that is a that is a thing that people have argued here. I've said in the past too. Um, I've had conversations with people who are on this call as to who is the the best anti war candidate between Trump and Biden, and I struggled to say that it was uh, not Biden with this Ukraine stuff. But I do think, at least based on what they've said on what he said, Trump was probably better on Ukraine. Than Biden is now. Do I expect him to follow through on that promise? No. Mm-hmm. And did I forget that Trump was escalating tensions with Iran? Yes. So I don't think Trump is an anti-war president at all. But I do think if the war that you're worried about is the one in Ukraine, uh, it's hard to go for Biden here. I mean, look, it's hard. You you were saying earlier, Bill, that you can't really name anything that Joe Biden has done wrong or right really you don't really know much about his presidency yet you still feel this energy the question is you know like why you know and and you know i see brady in the chat saying is it's a false dichotomy yes it's a false dichotomy of course it is but we're dealing with a propaganda system that creates this dichotomy of trump or biden so when i'm talking about it i'm not talking about like you have to vote for one or the other I'm not talking about it like you need to uh, embrace that false dichotomy. But the option that's being presented as an option to American people is, 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 is this one. Yet they're still willing, if, if, if you believe in the false dichotomy and you're still going to vote for Trump, then there's a question as to why. Like, why? Does that make sense, Bill? Yeah, yeah. So that's this is another thing too. Um, that about nowadays, that's just crazy. That sets us apart from other times in history. This is a big time for misinformation too, and that's probably what bothers me the most. Even though I keep saying everything, but this is what bothers me the most. But it's it's the it's the it's the, it's the fact that so many people you get to and you see evidence of it because you have the internet at your disposal so you know all these people are thinking and saying these things that they believe these they believe these things to be true that you know are not true you know that that you, that you have seen you have factual you you have factual evidence that aren't true but you they keeps but it keeps becoming a big talking point like you know that critical race theory is not taught in in high school or lower it's, it's it's like a graduate level thing, but it's still comes up. It's still a big talk. It's still a, some big goal. We got to get rid of this. Crit- and, and even what it is, people who are saying it don't even know what it is. Just like I t- said, I'm sick of hearing the word woke for used for everything. It's just that's getting worse. This anything you just don't if you're on the right and you don't like something, you just call it woke. And I'm just like, I don't I don't know. Just, you know, so. um where the hell was I going with this, man? I'm I'm just all I'm just, I apologize to the audience. They they know I'm just like a fucking tangent on a tangent. Yeah. Um and I'm not even I'm not even high yet. Uh, I, well I was earlier. I mean I just assumed. 
I took some. I took some. I took some edibles, but you know they take a long time okay. to kick in. Yeah, they um, usually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, the misinformation thing. Yeah, so like that, or now like all the stuff. The, the you know, I don't know. It also, why are these? Someone said one time on your show. Someone I don't remember who it was, but somebody on your show was talking about how all this stuff is a distraction. Like, think about why, like, why the hell are we talking? Why the hell are these minor things, these these little fights for like small percents of the population, such big deals right now? Like, yeah. why why is this where we're fighting? Uh, like stuff like like why, why are the hottest talking points right now are um, like. But boys are tr- trying to keep boys out of girls' sports. Right, exactly. Right. Why did you give a shit about girls' sports? Like, who, when was this a big thing? Yeah, yeah. And now no, it's it, the it, end of the world. It is a distraction. I mean, that's the point, Bill. Yeah. That's that's the point. Like, uh, even abortion, to some extent, those conversations politically have been used as a wedge tool to make us feel like we have a choice in choosing for uh, the Democrats or the Republicans while delivering us nothing, you know? This idea that people are, and Brady, please shut the fuck up, dude. Please, for the love of God. Like, I love you, dude, but God, man, like, chill the fuck out, my dude. Like, it's not all about you. It's not always like, no, I'll take calls. When the fuck I wanna take calls, Brady? You're an adult, I'm an adult. Please chill the fuck out. We know you're gonna talk about the proxy party. We know you're going to talk about infrared cameras and grilling people and doing the barbecue. We get it, okay? Everyone on this fucking app understands that. For God's sakes, dude, chill the fuck out. Please. They had this, this camcorder. They had this camcorder that, that they released in like 2004, and it had uh, night vision on it, but you could see through people's clothes, and they recalled them all. Oh, for real? Jesus. Yeah. Oh, it was in the night. It was in the nineties, actually. Yeah, because I was working at yeah. a teacher's place. My boss was like, oh, "I still got one. I'm not going to return it." And then we tried the night vision on one of the girls that was working there. Uh, we couldn't see anything though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I okay. <laughs> oh, you mentioned the infrared cameras. And no, things. yeah, but but the point I want to make is this: that like, look, the that's 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 been the the strategy of politics for a long time. Bill is to distract the population by making a cultural issue uh, enough of a wedge to put voters into one camp or the other while not delivering anything to the voting base. So you get the vote still, people will still come out to actually vote for you, but they won't actually uh, get anything from that vote. I mean, you look at a lot of the issues that people actually care about and a lot of the reasons why Bernie Sanders was a popular candidate. And it's because the deliverables, the things that he is, uh, or, or, or promising to give people are things that go across whatever the both sides or the left and the right or that false dichotomy that's sold to us and the politics of distraction that are used usually in election years. Yeah, this uh, proxy party thing looks kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> A legitimate third party to challenge false dichotomies, synthetic leadership, and cultural psych- psychopath- psychopathy. Yeah. Did I say that? With transparently efficient one-to-one voluntary democracy, yeah. Third thing in there to shake things up would be cool. You know what I? You yeah. know what else is a yeah. bad sign is what? like, yeah. You, know, you could just say, "All right, I'm not on the right." You know, you could just say that, but you can watch the right and see. So I'll watch, like, 
so you got all the you got the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the real crazies, right? Which is like the majority of them now. They're uh, Trump Republicans, and 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 then you get these people who at one point I didn't I didn't really care for like Mitt Romney or Mike Pence now as well, um, who are going around kind of sticking to their guns like uh, or Mitt Romney was make was like the big holdout like you know, the ones that were cooperate with the other side they're like republicans were like i'm not gonna get i'm not going there i'm not going where these guys are going this is not who we are right and they speak out about that they're getting their shit they're getting like liz cheney getting like voted out of out of her position you get uh for, for as the minority leader or whatever the hell she was and then you get um all these people just being asked to like step stand you know step down because they they're not on board with like Trump or whatever from mm-hmm. their within their own party this like civil war within their own party and I'll tell you what these people are like these people I'm talking about they're losing they're not going to get their but, party but now Bill, like that that they the the thing is there's such an easy way to win and that's to actually deliver for the voting base like for people and right. do it on something that's more cultural yeah. issues. But so, they, they won't do that. The system will not allow them, and the people who get through are not basically allowed to give you health care, to give you the things that we actually want. And that's what the fuck it is. Uh, you know, that's what the problem is. But uh, Jonathan's been waiting for a while. Do you want to take his call, and then we can yeah, let's, let's talk go about anything else? Okay, Jonathan's always got good things to say. Jonathan, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling in. Oh, I just wanted to say that I agree we're looking down the barrel of Trump part two and for the exact reasons that he said. And I feel like he actually said what I said last week in different words. And I was maybe blaming the left and like, who are you really talking to? You go to Flint, Michigan, go to East Palestine, Ohio, you go to Jacksonville, Mississippi, and you go to these poor people whose uh, kids are drinking poison water. Their house isn't worth what they paid for it. You know, no insurance, no, uh, you know, they're just in, in crippling debt. And you're like, oh, yeah, you, you need to watch how you say Oriental because that's the problem, you know. Right. Like, oh, yeah. We're, oh, it's it's the, the and, you, and you go to the the women and you're like, oh, it's the, they're coming across the border uh, to, uh, they're, they're dangerous. And, oh, there are public schools trying to turn your kids gay and, uh, and all this stuff. And so Bill's right about who. Whenever I hear the left talk, I'm just like, who the fuck are you talking to? Who are you yeah. talking to? Yeah. They complain about echo chambers without ever realizing that they are one. Well, 100%. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who, who are you talking to? You're talking to these. There's two categories of swing vote. There's a 30 to 55 year old white woman who's motivated by fear, which is why they're the target for they're coming across the border and they're trying to turn your kids gay. It's all fear mongering to get them. And then there's like, but you know, but but you can get the probably the other side easier. Like the male swing vote is not; it's still pretty white, but it's not as uniformly white. And they're libertarian minded, and you can get them with just like being based on monetary policy. That real libertarians like open borders because the borders is a state power, and they're against state power. They're anti-cops because that's state power. And they're against state power. They're pro-choice because uh, pro, uh, you know, abortion, like regulating it is state power. And they're against state power, you know, and they 
they're they're pro uh, for decriminalizing drugs for the same reason again, right? So you yeah. have a lot of common ground with these people, but all you got to do is get triggered because you dig up a picture in 1982 uh, Halloween party where they wore blackface one time, and then it's all over, and that you just cancel them into the dirt and you can't even talk anymore. So it's like, who are you talking to when you get mad about that shit? Because you're ostracizing the people that you need. And even if you don't think it's like a moral problem yeah. to talk to these people that way, you should think it sure as shit is a political one. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I mean, Jonathan, I agree. And that's why I think that everyone on this call should uh, go right now and make a political statement by joining uh, the pizza party. I was going to say by joining by by wearing blackface, and <laughs> that's part of the pizza link, party. Linking <laughs> arms, linking arms together, and marching down the street, saying and singing, "We shall overcome." Yeah, uh, that's brilliant. We, I love it. it. I think you know, you know. Look, there's there is this weird sort of energy too, like the, the to the extent that there's this kind of um, there's been this sort of regulation of language and this uh i mean bill and i have definitely seen it too these these like fake liberal whatever these fake like uh i don't know people who think the biggest problem is using like you said the word oriental which you know is not not when i was i went to college and i read people who were writing in 1800 Right. And they're just doing anthropology. And the word Oriental just refers to the space on the map between, I don't know, Turkey and Japan. That's it. They, you don't, it doesn't mean anything you don't want it to mean. And they very yeah. seldom actually use it with a sort of pejorative implication. But people clamor to read into it, you know, and, and then they hear it and they become offended because they need something to be offended by because that's what their identity is based on. It's crazy how words affect some people, how important words are. Like yeah. when you think about it, like when you just, and I'm not an advocate, I'm not saying like we should, I should be able to go, we should just go around saying the N word everywhere or anything. But like, it's just so the, the thin line between some words that this is like so weird that like you can call a guy from France a Frenchman, but if you call a man from China, you know, it's not China, okay. It's, then that's, so, that's, like, it's that's a lot a of big, arbitrariness. Yeah. I'm like, that's a weird one. And Leo DiCaprio can say it while the while he's filming a movie. I was like, oh, but he's invoking the other. But as if as if normal conversation does not involve sort of invoking the voice of the other all the time. It just does. It just happens all right. the time. I was oh, watching yeah. this old uh, movie, Mortal Kombat, the first one, and the one of the characters walks up to the other one, who's I think might even call him a China, and I don't think he does for sure though. But he hands him his bags because he assumes that he like is a steward on this boat. He's like, oh, yeah, take my bags. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, sure. Takes his bags and throws them into the, off the dock into the water. <laughs> but, right. So that, that's uh, the Johnny Cage was the name of like the. Yeah, Johnny the, Cage. The, the, yeah, you know, you know who I'm talking they, about. They, you, killed old off, enough. they killed him off at the beginning of the next one. Uh, the, the, the next, but, but the point yeah. is that would never be allowed today. He's allowed to be a flawed hero. His sort of casual racism was mm-hmm. one of his flaws, but he could still be a hero. That's like not the thing today. Like the, you're only as good yeah. as the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah. If I'm as I only mean, as good like, as yeah, the worst thing yeah. I've ever done, you should kill me right now. See, that's that point though, Jonathan, I think is a profound one, honestly, because that, 
I mean, I, I've done an episode before and I, I was thinking of doing another one or just talking more about this idea of uh, how there's no pathway back for people and this idea of like forgiveness and uh, right. You and know, I, if I it's never a of... displacement and projection right. and sublimation. Right. Right. Some people exactly. are just assholes exactly. to everybody. And when they encounter someone of a different race, that's the low hanging fruit that they take and they jab a little racism at them. But it's like, it's, they're just being an asshole. That's just the flavor of their assholery because it's right. easy. You know what I mean? It's like, it's right. not even, they read more racism in it than is really there. Yeah. I Some think people are I just think... dicks. And there's, re yeah, and, and, you know, I think when we are uh, overstating some harms or understating others, uh, that leads to us being a, a pretty discombobulated as to where our priorities should be. Um, I just thought, too, because, you know, there are some words like uh, Oriental and Chinaman, which are a little bad. Or a little like you don't know but if they, it's bad. But in my head, in two thousand five, it just meant a man from China. An Orient, the Orient was just just a, a set of locations on a map between certain longitudes or whatever. It didn't mean anything until I was told that it was pejorative, and then it became pejorative because a group of people needed something to be pejorative so they can complain about it. It's like a manufactured phenomenon. Of course, some people will say Chinaman with this tone, this dismissiveness, this, you know what I mean? But now it's the word itself carries that weight, not how you use it. It's like it's attached itself right. to the whole utterance. But you can't just keep crossing words out of the dictionary until there's nothing left because it's a, it's moving the goalposts becomes a game of kicking the can down the road. If you, you all of a sudden, if you say, you know, thug or hoodlum, if you're really using the N-word, then you'll just cancel those and they'll find right. some new euphemism. There's no end to this process well, except you trying yeah. to control language all day long. Yeah, yeah. And it gets kind of racist when people start taking, I don't, I don't have any good examples of this, but there's other things where like, like, oh, don't use this, don't use this word because, yet like, okay, you said like thug or hoodlum. Like this is an example I've seen before, but I can't hear the specific, like, like almost like, like that's a bad word. And I'm like, I didn't say anything about the person's race or whatever. No, but people use that word and they're talking about people yeah. that are that race. So you're, now you're, you're six bad. degrees of, from Oprah, but, but now it's six degrees from racism and you're a racist. And let me give you another, racist. let me give you a recent but, but, example. That, you know, uh, to, to push back on that one just a little bit, even though I agree, the, you know, pe the words start to get like that though, because people do start realizing they can't call someone a nigga anymore. And then they say, well, he's a thug. And that's why, and, and people know what they're saying, you know, like dog whistles. Like that's a thing for real when people are uh, trying to actually be offensive or trying to call someone a nigga without calling him a nigga. That's real. That's, like when that's they happening. say like nin ninja? Ninjas, yeah, but that's, I don't know. That one, maybe. If, if it was like someone like, stop being such a, like these, these ninjas are out of line. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. would be, you know, that would be a different thing, right? If you but said, what, what's, people, what's up, my ninja? If you said, what's up, my ninja, that might be just be playful. That came from it canceling the right. first word but in the first but, place. Right. But, John, but, but, but I think one of the things here that's important is um, the intent behind it. And, and I know usually, it, it, like, like you're saying, Jonathan, words can't just be, they're context dependent, right? I can yeah. imagine a world where 
if racism didn't exist, then maybe, you know, everyone could call everyone the N-word or something, right? Um, but well, what about word, keeping your enemies closer? You know what I mean? Your friends well, closer, your enemies closer. Like, allowing no, it would allow you no, to see no, who does do no, it. Nah. <laughs> I never threw I that mean, word I get at, you a, on that. Like I get at somebody you, like a like, stone. I, I, I mean, I do, I do prefer my racism like out in front because it. I do like That's being able to tell. Dave Chappelle right? said the same thing. He's like, I like no, it when I'm, it's out in the open. It's yeah. There's a weird kind of integrity to it because I'm like, oh, I know where you stand, like motherfucker. Like I get you, but I will say uh, the thing that gets me, and I think the thing that I would complain about more so, and what you and Bill have complained about too, is. You know, when it comes to words like oriental, like that is a word or there. I mean, like there are plenty of words that I had no idea were even bad or could be offensive to someone. And when someone comes at you like that was your intent was to be offensive by saying that word or by doing that, then that that ends up having an ostracizing effect instead of like an effect of, I don't know, like like a policing effect. It ends up having like an authoritarian feel to it. Right. Yeah, but um, it's to Bill's point, it's the distractive element that I think is the purpose behind it. It becomes an Aunt Jemima sort of thing. I had a roommate. He was black and he was like, what do you really think of that? And all I said, and I think it made him laugh was, yeah, you know what? You're right. Only white faces should be allowed in the grocery store. And he's like, oh, right. God damn it. And it's like he immediately saw the flaw in the logic mm-hmm. of canceling Aunt Jemima. Which now there you notice there is no yeah. caricature on the cover bring of back, that. Bring Michael back Sir. motherfucking Aunt Jemima. Bring back yeah, that old. Like, what the fuck was ever wrong back. with making Uncle Ben and Uncle Ben? I was gonna say, don't forget yeah. Uncle Ben. Yeah. You know, they're, they're okay in programming and, and in lots of things. So here's the things mm-hmm. that at work, my uh, I found out there was so there's a big company. I I'm talking a huge huge company. You've definitely heard of them. That's a cust that was a customer of ours. We implemented this whole system. Uh, you know, it's, it's software. So there's like master records that control like child. There's like master things. Slave, like slave records. Yeah. Right. So ma- no, 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 no. You know, we don't use slave. Master and, and we had slave. child. <laughs> you know, we're referring to master like this is the master record, the one that controls mm-hmm. all the other ones. Right. It's very common, right? And this big company mm-hmm. was like, we need to, no, no, we need to take that out. We can't use that word. Take it out of all. It's on. It's already in all the code. Now take it out of the code. You know how hard that is, right? <laughs> to take it out of all the code, um, and that's just another thing where it's just like, man, wasn't the word mass? Didn't the word master mean like a lot of a lot? Doesn't have? Isn't that that's a big one to take away? It wasn't always a slave master. Why do they got to ruin this word? That like, there's just you know, what else are we gonna use? King kings weren't great either. Yeah. Kings were kind of slave masters. There's no end to the process. I I think, guys, uh, we've been very uh, racist by uh, what we've been doing with our lives, and that is masturbating. Every one of us, every time you masturbate, you invoke the history of slavery, and every time you come, you are being racist. Oh God! I'm every single the most time. racist person in the world, man. <laughs> oh man, did you talk about Bud Light on this show? Oh no, did you? I mean, like, who cares? I mean, like, I get it. It's just, it's, 
It's it's just another fucking stupid distraction. It's, it's like just, who gives a fuck if trans people or anybody or whatever drinks a beer? Like so, my thing about the Bud Light thing, it's pretty crazy. Is the is that like sometimes this, these folks are like they, they they wouldn't they would never admit to being just like racist or hateful. It's just all about. It's always like in the guise of protecting. Like they'll be anti-trans because they're like, well, this. Well, this is because we, we need to keep them out of girls' sports because that's not fair. It's not it's it's not like it's not a hate thing. It's just we need to keep them out of girls' sports. Or oh, this is for the safety of my children. We need to keep them out of the bathroom or whatever. They they, they can use it as a guys. But then when it just comes to like Bud Light partnering with a, just doing business with a trans person, all like what's your what's your argument for that other than you're a hateful person? Exactly. Ah, like, oh, fuck them. They 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 they. They like, they did something like they they conversed with a trans person like what what okay well now you're just basically saying I hate trans people <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yeah, right. so Bud Light has to go because I can't just you know tells me in another way swing it so you're not just a person that hates people you can't really yeah you know. Yeah. Uh, Having said that, that that Bud Light girl was not passing. Ouch! <laughs> Ouch, Bill! Holy fuck! I'm kidding. I'm savage. No, you're not. <laughs> you know what? I don't like any influencers. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you're not okay. <laughs> so okay. What what you said? Equal opportunity. I don't. I don't like it. I don't think it's. I think, it's, I think it's, a that, I think it's a shame. I think it's a shame. That you can be so rich for doing so little nowadays. Although I will say, I think about content creators. You know, people doing TikToks and stuff like that. And I used to think it was so yeah. stupid. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going out there even trying to do. You know, until I can do what they're doing, I'm not going to knock it anymore. I guess. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I mean, look, I think it's also <laughs> weird because it's a lot of just. I don't know what it's like to grow up in this country anymore, man. Like, honestly, like the, I don't know what the fuck it's it horrific. is to be, a ch- to be a child anymore. It's, it's gotta be the weirdest thing ever because you're always, you're always not just like connected to your phone or something like that's, you know, that's got all kinds of different advantages and disadvantages to it. But this idea of your, you constantly either feeling or kind of actually being on display and how a lot of the just, fun that they have now is basically coming down to just content creation and stuff. And it's not even any problem of their own. I mean, look, I mean, I'm doing the same thing right now in this, like, here's a podcast and here's this shit. But I mean, I do all kinds of other shit that I just like doing. And this is, you know, it's fun and whatever, but it's like, it's, it's, it is, it's just weird. You create content that you've like, you're like, here's a thing, here's a book I read, or here's what a topic I've been thinking about. And you took time to think something but the kids that when they're always on display, like you said, and it takes up their entire brain all of the time because it's never off. And yeah. it's they're that's they're in school physically, but their mind isn't there anymore. It's like they're just not really present. I spent like three years as a substitute teacher before I came to Georgia. And you yeah. just have kids. First of all, they're starting behind. They walk in five, six years old can't use a zipper they can't eat pour water from a pitcher into a cup they can't use a spoon they don't know words like top return and continue like that that's that wasn't true of six-year-olds when i was six years old we could do all those things at least more than half of us could 
you know, some of them took till they were seven or eight, but now it's just, they're starting out way behind. You, they don't speak English at all. You're basically dealing with like little animals. And so the teacher, I want to say the teachers are doing a good job, but it's definitely not all their fault. And it's because they've been, the screen has been a babysitter. And then by the time they get to be 12, 13, the screen is how they socialize. And I'm, I know you've seen articles with titles yeah. like, uh, social media is antisocial because yeah, yeah. there's a whole parts of your human brain that have to do with body language and subtext that don't ever get woken up and developed because all of your socialization is through the screen. I've been worried about that for a while. Yeah. Well, Jonathan Haidt's book, the righteous mind is terrifying about, Hey, basically if you were born after 1995, there's a really good chance that you had a smartphone in middle school and that complete, these are pivotal developmental years in, in terms of like how you develop, how your intellect works and how you develop, how your society, how you relate to other human beings functions from 11 to 14. And if you have, as soon as people got, and yeah, kids born after 1995 had that in middle school, had the smartphone when they were 11, 12, 13. And they, they're completely different organisms than they were five years before that at the same age. Yeah. And there's no recovering it. It's not like you can say millennials couldn't uh, think for themselves, but the Gen yeah. Z can't think at all. Well, I think Gen Z can think. It. I think they can. I mean, there's, there's plenty won't. of them still, but I think it's going to get harder in a lot of ways. And that, I mean, my big thing is the the sort of commodification of, of children's lives before they have hit some kind of critical state of being able to function enough themselves, right? Like like the the screen, the, the thing I worry about the most with them being on screen are, one, like you said, there's that, there's a developmental period that ch- children go through where if you miss it, if you miss that critical it's period. It's so hard you, to do it if you don't get it's it gone. in time. It's gone, yeah. 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 Well, if, if you ever read about like feral children or any of these things, these phenomena, you know, like kids who are kind of uh, basically tortured or, or chained up and kept away from human interaction yeah, the, for the years most, and years and years. The hardest to, abuse to quantify is neglect because it's nothing. Yes. It's like, I didn't yes. do anything yes. to my yes. kid. It's yes. like, yes. I know you didn't do anything to your kid. Yeah. You just, they're, they're totally neglected. And that's why they <laughs> cry out for attention. You know, you know they, that? Yeah, you know that comedic actor who plays Anchorman? Which Will one? Ferrell? Yeah, all his children are feral children. <laughs> uh, you didn't like that. That was I mean, I, that was a I, pity. I, I think you can do better, but uh, you know that guy with the big hat? Yeah. All his children are feral children too. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. That's better. That's better. I like that. I like that. I like that. That's, that's much better actually. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it uh, look, at least the kids have Joe Biden, our, our leader and savior. He loves kids jumping on his lap and stuff. He loves them. You know, Bill's right. He's like, tell me the good thing he ever done. And maybe the reason he's bad is just because there's no good things that he's ever done. That's, that's it. He just has no idea what he would do or what draw, what, what hill should be died on or the line should be drawn in the sand. Mm. Uh, he just, he, I don't know that he's had a thought of his own in 40 years with, uh, yeah, the crime bill thing and. He, what did he, my favorite uh, YouTube clip is when he's like, 
If there were no Israel, we would have to invent one to protect our interests in the region. Yeah, I, I mean, like, that's pretty he, good, he Joe. But said that? That's... Yeah, yeah, I was like, Joe, that happened in 1948. We created <laughs> Israel to protect our interests. In, but he that doesn't even realize, you know what I mean? Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Like, God damn it, man. He, yeah. Also, just giving up the game like that. Like, wow. <laughs> way, just, way to just expose yourself, just my dude. Says it out loud. <laughs> Just, he just was the, he's always been the king of gaffes like he always says, yeah he's he's great but a gaff is a pearls before swine and the swine is yeah. the electorate because we just sort of they either don't get it or they just shrug because they don't care right right like yeah. well who else are you gonna do socialism like like they can they don't even know like you're saying they don't know what critical race theory is they don't know what socialism is either yeah, maybe I should do more episodes on that. Honestly, I don't. I well, part of the reason why I wanted to start this is to try to like. I don't know. I like. I don't know. I like doing this, but I also want to try to expand people's education in different ways. You know, like not Could everyone be. has access to some of the shit I've I've had access to, and when you're reading or when you're learning things you want to share them but uh i don't i don't know I, I don't know how effective that's going to be in doing anything really um yeah you got to have people you can lead the horse to water but you can't make them drink it and you have to have people who want to use this space that we're in right now as education and not entertainment yeah, and it's I'm as guilty as any. I'm not telling anybody that they shouldn't do their entertainment. Everybody has their version of uh, Fuckboy Island or whatever it is you do to decompress, right? Yeah, I'm I not here to tell anybody to to not do those things. It's a pivotal for mental health, but you yeah. got to know that is what you are doing. And the problem with Colin is like, you know, like she's got Fuckboy Island. I have I have a game called Eve Online that I play to decompress. But I'm like, here's what Bree doesn't get. It's like most of your most of your audience, their fuckboy island is you, right here, yeah, right now. This yeah, is entertainment 100%. for them. They're not here to learn. They are here to listen to your sultry tones, hear someone that agrees with them in an echo chamber, and decompress. Like what they they don't know what they're doing when they're being there. I even defended. Uh, the Aaron Mate and Katie Helper show, the Monday morning one, because I'm like, it's not trying to pretend to be something that it isn't. They they say we're just making jokes, you know. Mm. It's like, yeah, you. No one thinks they're advancing the dialectic on this show. You know what I mean? They're not pretending that they're doing something they're not. Nobody confuses sports commentary with sports. Nobody get, looks at those sports commentators sitting around the little table and says those people are being athletic. No one says that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. confuses political commentary with politics well it's it's there's there's like you know it's weird because there's there's some of that that tracks back to like the daily show with john stewart and then there's some of it that's about to get to canceled like by chapel trap house which i i really like chapel trap house I, I think it's fun and i do learn shit on there every once in a while but I, i'm listening to it because it's funny and for the entertainment value and you're not I supposed think, to call them that you're not supposed to call them that what that Chapo's Trap House? What are you supposed oh, you're, to call? Them? You're not supposed to call them traps anymore. Uh, <laughs> going, going back to watch John Stewart as Chapo's an adult, Chinaman I'm like, House. 
Um, oh no, no. Like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> okay, porno, here's crack, a thing that a politician said, and then smash phone. cut to twenty girl, examples of them saying the opposite thing, and then cut him making a stupid face in the audience. Oh, rinse and repeat about nine hundred times. I replaced it with another word that was supposed to be offensive. That's the joke. I ruined it, man. Maybe those edibles are starting to kick in. Maybe they're starting to, but right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean there there were good moments in it. I mean, I I will say uh his interviews were always the most effective portions of Something it like because he would give people yeah. a lot of pushback. I mean, the stuff he was saying about uh when he brought on the author of that book that did the uh the connection between Saddam Hussein and fucking uh, Bin Laden or whatever it was. But I I remember some of those interviews and the pushback that he was giving was more than anyone in media was giving. And I think that's what, that should have been enough of a sign that things were wrong, that the most hard hitting interviews that we were getting were coming from newsman who, yeah. And, 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 and look, I think, uh, do I think, I don't want to completely dismiss the space for uh, what we call like TikTok. Bingo, Most people in the line, would right? rather like those die people than who think, says Bertrand are just Russell, entertainment sources. Right. Like you have your one who side who just think, they quote unquote sort of air quotes think better, or like just more taxes, more taxes. And the other side kind of like less taxes, political less awareness, taxes. because there does because have to be sort of a political awakening for people. What I'm calling motivates about them it, to even be like, oh, why, why are they good and why are they bad? Really? And then you would or that first to other ones these ideas. So I don't think some are good and some are bad, but like that's one step too far. For most people, just to be I like, these not, ones are better honestly. than those ones. Like, that's not a conversation that gets had. How dare I, I, you imply there is an orientation so. that no. is natural? See, that's where I'll disagree. Because I think people, uh, once they know or once they learn how to kind of think about shit, I think we are sort of naturally oriented to want to do that shit. Yeah, I can't say that. Naturally oriented. <laughs> yeah. Naturally Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> that's true but look, 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 you know this, this idea of like um you know i've seen people give some of the craziest like fan theories on i don't know like uh who was the real uh snitch in red dead redemption 2 and or or like uh the better better example is like game of thrones shit some of the stuff you could find of just like theories of people on game of thrones or on uh, a song of fire and ice books is really elaborate and they're doing research and they're going and cross-checking different books and they're coming up with these different characters and it's really fun you can lose yourself in that and that that takes a lot of thought that takes a lot of like uh, you know conceptualization it takes a lot of uh reading and and sort of getting into it i think people like so how, how do we that. get people to, to bring that, that red dead redemption system to the tax is code. one to where we indoctrinate people not to think that way about politics not to engage that way with politics 
and for the entire scope of politics, okay. they are exposed uh, to yeah, the, okay. I, I can uh, see that. Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Or even when we talk about issues I think left I and need right, to start a TikTok everyone's only talking about like, cultural issues and, and trans people like, in sports. Doing little dances, like, swinging around like, yeah, I need to yeah, learn well, some dances. I, 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 I think can dance. You have to start. I think that's where I, the TikTok bimbos are really actually yeah. useful <laughs> is, you know, yeah, you can you can slide them into it, you know, you can you can. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Swing that dick around. Put put a face. Put like like glue a face of uh, glue a face of just Vladimir Lenin right onto the tip of your dick, okay? And then start helicoptering it real fast. I, I still think he's like, chat GPT helicopter it and no one right in front of people out of it. and like have the Not camera. Not that I think that as is um, especially an insult. And chat I don't GPT know, like do some kind of uh, that would be good. Strong, you know that that force in the world. I, I don't think anything, honestly. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Should we should we talk to Brady, Bill? How are you feeling? Do you want to do you want to right. talk to Brady? Yeah, I, I'm oh, right there with you. I, I like feel when, like it's going to get pretty intense. All the books I have uh, read about you know ideology are basically describing I what Jack, Chat GPT is coming to be. If you if you weaponize it for certain purposes, it is it is scary. It's, it's, it's going to basically really be programming is, people is how to shit. think even uh, more than the way yeah, that's, John and I say, I'm not, smartphones and I'm like are only doing. Twenty five ten times that. worse. Like uh, when you can't trust the contents of your own mind, there's what what's left to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. And you, yeah. Yeah. There's also this voice AI stuff too, right? Where I don't think they can do it for anyone's voice. I think they need to have a bunch of clips of them talking, which is why it's always famous people. But you've seen this YouTube meme or whatever, right? Where it's presidents playing video games with each other. Dude, I like, fucking watched a lot of those. Oh, Very yeah. funny. Isn't it crazy though? Because like, yeah, it's wild. I mean, so, so what this means is we are now at the point, there's no turning back. We're now at the point that we can have a, we can have an audio clip of Donald Trump admitting to the worst crime in the world. No, all free press say, for Trump is vocal, the same. That's voice it's AI. A boon and, to yeah. Trump. And you can't even dispute him. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. It was just, I said the you same thing earlier about, that, oh, yeah, they had a video you can't prove that I'm not Trump, you know, unfalsifiable claims or something. So I'm just going you know, to, you know, whatever. By the way, I don't think, even believe. if they had, I, I, I don't think, I think it would play for him. I don't think that there's anything he could do that wouldn't, that would all stop. Right, well, I'll hang up and you can have fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it all helps him. In fact, if you, if you didn't want him in office, you shouldn't have invited, you should have indicted, yeah, indicted him because you just. Right, exactly. Yeah, I believe it too. Honestly, it makes sense. Um, right, we're okay, gonna talk thanks, Jonathan. The, we're gonna talk about the pizza, talk the pizza party now, I guess. Okay, yeah, this is the pizza party. Um, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Mm, okay. As long as he doesn't, as long as he doesn't accuse me of saying the N word, I think I'm. I think we're fine. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know what he's going to say, honestly. It's a, deep, it's a deep cut for some listeners. Yeah, it's a, it is a deep cut. All right, Brady. Brady. Bill said ninja. I heard him say it. There <laughs> it is. There it is. <laughs> Had to get he's it out of the way. He's not wrong. So what's so wrong with the proxy party? How do we make the proxy party more palatable so we don't have to worry about people like Joe Biden anymore? Um, Tough question, huh? <laughs> not, not really. There are parts. I'm just trying to figure out how honest I should be. As um, honest as possible. There's no escaping the truth. Well, there are parts of the proxy party and you, Brady, that are a real big turnoff, if I'm being frank. And I think that well, you would probably make a lot more progress with the proxy party if you weren't sort of, uh, I don't know, like going out of your way sometimes to, yeah, being a dick unnecessarily. It's 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 upsetting because there are times when you actually say things. Look, I'll, I'll say two things. Like one one thing I do really like about you is that you do want things to change. You do actually, um, you have ideas which are good. Sometimes some of them are fucking bizarre and some of them, frankly, have no basis in science or in any realm of uh, like it doesn't make sense. You know, like the infrared camera thing. I have not seen a single fucking thing that would like back that up. But I like the fact that you offer ideas. But if that's what you were focused on, if you really cared or if you if you really care about things that I care about, which are, you know, obviously you don't like starving children. Obviously, you don't think the two party system is helping. You don't like the political dichotomy. It would help if you put that, uh, I don't know if you weren't being a dick to people while you're trying to tell them, because the first thing that, you know, people feel are the vibes. And so often your vibes are off. So that's, you you know, that's all. Can you see titties with that infrared camera? See that that's that's you what can, you want to see. Actually, <laughs> you can see through clothes with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk. I'm gonna get. But, you know, I preface that by saying it's not exactly a scientific or verifiable way to identify. Sure. By verisimilitude. All right. And what's verisimilitude? I'm not familiar with that word. The property of being true or the uh, the uh, the appearance of being true. Yep. Is it yep. is it is supposed it, to be so, actually true or is it like a a, a fake truth? Like is it the, well, it, it's it's like you can't you can't well none of us can really know the truth right off the bat. If you want to be scientifically philosophical about it, let's just all admit right off the bat we can't really know the truth. So. All we have is... Oh, I see. Uh, so it appears to be true. Okay. Dude, that, okay. that, that makes sense. Like that, that resonates is true. Something that resonates is true would be a good definition. Okay, that makes sense. I like that. Okay, interesting. Good word. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's just like, it's like, yeah, okay, we don't really know if this is legit or not, but we can tell you that his temperature increased when you asked that question. <laughs> you know, simple as that. And um, that's, I think it says a lot more. Yeah, I mean, like, look, like I said, I, I think that you have some genuinely good ideas. I think it's just that you end up turning people off of them. Just being by, a dick. Yeah, by being a dick. 
for no reason really it always it's all it always found that like an like i've always questioned why that is you know like you don't need to do that i don't know if it's you know i'm not and i'm not trying to like give you shit or anything but like i think you'd go so much farther and you'd have more people because i see you you're on call in like all the time like there are a lot of people here who know you because of that and you're, it seems that for no reason at all, you're having, I mean, for no other reason, you're having trouble getting people interested in the proxy party. And I think that at a certain point, because I read over the documents and there's a lot of stuff that I that I like in there. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to a lot of that and putting that together. I think you are, I don't know, the way that you interact with people online when you're not talking to them or sometimes when you're talking to them is like, it makes people not want to be around you. Now, you and, and Derek, are, you and Derek are friends. I, right? I, I totally understand what you're saying. I've heard the criticism a thousand times, and I would just offer to you that perhaps um, those people are actually projecting their own toxicity onto me, you and see, that I'm actually a pretty reasonable guy. And but that, that's um, not, I don't dicks. think that's the case, though, Brady, because I yeah. think that that's almost like. To me, what that indicates is an unwillingness to look at yourself and look at the effect that you're having on people. I think it's probably hurtful to. Like, I look at your ideas. Yeah. How about this? Do you think do you think I've treated you fairly whenever we've spoke spoken on here? Do you think I've been like fair when we speak? When we speak, you're cool as hell, but usually I have to wait like an hour and berate you to get there. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. It's that's like, why do you have to do that? It's not just about you. Like sometimes it's a, well, it's a whole queue. And look, man, it's like, you know, like I'm doing this weird little podcast thing. Obviously it's, you know, I'll take callers when I take callers. But the fact that you think it's okay to like berate me all the way there just to get up here so we can have a calm conversation, you know, frankly, it's it's not only just immature, but it shows like a sense of self-importance that makes me think that like, well, maybe you're more interested in just you and what you have to say than anything else going on. And that's, if you, if you have that that's, attitude and that like affect a failure the way you treat part. people, that's, if you, you I, know, I would offer that that's a failure on your part. I don't actually enjoy being a dick. It's something that I feel like I have to do because believe it or not, hear me out. Um, it works. Um, let's take Vlad for an example. Someone we all know, Vlad. You know, I've been a super dick to Vlad. I've probably been more of a dick to Vlad than almost anyone on the platform. Both Vlad and Ginny. I've been a super dick to both Vlad and Ginny. Both of those people are the most help, some of the most helpful people I've had with the proxy party so far. Vlad is actively trying to score me a, interview with Jill Stein or Aljamu Baraka. He's totally going. I mean, Vlad is a conservative Donald supporting dude. If I have a conservative Donald worshiper working for me to score an interview. You, who uh, most people have heard in some show or another, you have two people helping you. You don't have people behind you. 
and that so I don't think it's working, Brady. I mean, I have to be honest. And 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 part of part of my uh, uh, apprehension and in getting more involved with it is because I really don't want to work with you, frankly. And I, I'm not trying to be mean here. I I I just do not see that being an environment where people are going to be able to actually coordinate with one another. And that's what you know. Nope, 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 nope. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Nope, nope. That's not at all what I mean, and you know that. Like, of course not. But with with the way that you're interacting with people, you know, it's like, why would I, why wouldn't I get involved with other people who are feeding starving children? Like, why wouldn't I get involved in other, why wouldn't I try to collaborate with other people who are going to be better collaborators? It's a real idea. It's a real platform. It's a real idea. It's a real political philosophy. The party's not very big yet, but it, I mean, I just picked it up again. What, oh, like you're a the year head ago, of this so. thing? Yeah, he's the head of the thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was like a real thing. It's like, uh, like, Dude, it's it, on the it's platform. Real really, that was happening. Yeah, it's a real thing. I mean. I'm gonna start the show me your boobs party, and uh, really toplessness. Yeah, I think we should do it. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? No one would arrest a man for like holy shit. It's It's actually on here. Legalized boobs. Nice. We can see every kind of violence on TV. I'm I'm warming up to it. I'm warming up to it. (laughs) Allow women to dress how they want and make rapists. Afraid. Uh, unlike you, I, mean, I won't yeah, let this guy's. Ahead, I won't let this guy's dickishness get in the way of seeing some boobs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's uh... look. I, I look. I I I'm coming around. Dick to everyone. I'm coming around. I'm not a dick to everyone. I'm only hey. a dick to assholes. Dicks fuck assholes. Hey. Like I'm well, only a dick know, to assholes. But, but Brady, but Brady, Someone's being cool. I could be cool. You're you're you're. That's not true. It's just not true. I'm sorry, but that's you. You, I've seen you Point be. Out. I mean, to a lot of people. <laughs> All we have to do. I mean, the problem is at this point, you probably have like hundreds and hundreds of hours of you speaking on this app across <laughs> all kinds of different rooms. But I've been in the room multiple times when you've just. Be nice. I, yeah, being I, nice. I tried being nice for years. I think that makes sense. I think it makes sense. I tried being nice for years. Trust me, I tried the nice guy. I tried the hell out of the nice guy. But I don't I think tortured the nice guy idea. Man. It doesn't work, dude. Try it, 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 it goes to something called game theory. Uh, if you look into. Yes. So. So, so oh, you, I, was, so I know all about. I know all about game theory. I got piece, books on it. The objective of the game is game peace. Theory. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. If that's what you want, and somebody attacks you, the way that you respond is by not attacking back. You be nice, right? If they right.
Right. Jesus Jesus, Jesus actually said that first. He says somebody somebody uh hits like you and slaps you in the cheek, you turn the other it's cheek and they slap you again, then you fuck them up. Or yeah. Something like that. I, yeah, right? that's what, those are his words. His capital H. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a serious question, Brady. Can I? What yeah. where do you what's your, where do you stand on fitness? Fitness fitness dick in your mouth? <laughs> that was okay. That was fucking stupid, but it's funny. I hope you know, man. I'm I'm really not trying to like He was nice in the swamp. Donald was nice. I, I don't in the like swamp. doing this, but I mean it's Look, look. Well, look at Trump. Trump didn't get where he was by being nice either. Yeah, but he was nice to the right people. He didn't get to where he was without having people around him. I mean, look, Rudy Giuliani and Trump have been friends for a long time. He has the wrong people for sure. Well, there must be some. There must be some people he's nice to. He was, but like the the there's there's he had people. Like, what I'm trying to say is, like, anything that we need to or that we do uh, is have people, which means also, like, give, like, look, even the example you gave for game theory there, Brady, talks about how, you know, the first time you're attacked, start by being nice. And I think that maybe you should extend that to everybody on here. You know, the first time you're attacked or the first time of anything, like, try nice first. Well, I mean, you know, but but I, I just know that, like, it, it's just rough, man. It's just rough. Like, I'm rough. I, 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 think, I can be rough. I, I, I know it. I'm aware of I know, it. But it, it, it. I want you to be effective, you know? I don't want you to Me be too. just like, yeah. I want you to be effective, man. That's all. That's really well, well, here's the thing. Here's and, something and, I'm, I'm actively working yeah. on that you might actually be able to help me with. And that's finding new representation. Like I'm looking for a cool, cute girl to pick this idea up and platform it for me. Cause that's going to be infinitely more effective than me. I think we're both aware of that fact. I mean, let's, let's use marketing to the advantage of, you know, saving the planet and let's get a cute girl to platform these ideas for me. And I can just, sit in the background and help guide her through debates and stuff like that, you know. Sabs, I mean, we need Sabby we'll, Sabs, we need Brianna Joy Gray, we need um, I mean, one we, of those ladies, Kim Iverson even, who, any one of those ladies will work. Um, that's this yeah. is one of those ladies um, platforming the idea, supporting it, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Doesn't even, doesn't even have to mention my name. It'd be better if they don't even mention my name. We can mention Peter Monian's name. Peter Monian is the guy that did most of the heavy lifting for this entire idea. Framework to build a party that functions around one-to-one direct democracy. There's a lot of math involved in thinking, and he's really crunched the numbers, written a whole book, has a whole blog about it. And so we can promote his name instead of mine. And that would be a good way of just disconnecting me from the whole thing. 
Well, I think there's more kids in Kenya that yeah, maybe. probably Bill, need the food. Bill, so, you got any? But I think the kids in the U.S. will be just fine. With this, so definitely Kenya. If you could feed all the children in one country, would it be the United States or Kenya? Okay. So what's your answer? Fine. Maybe not just fine, but they'll be, they'll have quote unquote food. <laughs> okay. So final Fair answer. Uh-huh. It's Kenya. Can you fit both My of these nuts that in your mouth? Can you make it 30 minutes without sexualizing male changes on the internet? Oh. Yeah. Balls in your court. Balls. So everybody, if you oh well, got him. You should have said uh, that. I got enough balls because I don't have two nuts. I only have the one. That's what I was gonna say, but I didn't want to think about this. That there, yeah, Yeah. I was thinking that you only got the one ball. So everybody, if you're between, if you're between the ages of twenty five, check them balls for cancer. Up, yeah. Oh. Can you make it 30 minutes without sexual What's about the sexualizing? <laughs> is... um, I'm not, I'm not anti these nuts jokes care. unless the jokes, unless I'm the target of the joke. If I'm the target of the joke, then, anti, then whoever's dealing nuts is going to be eating them. Because I mean, if they're pro taking boobs, any nuts. So they're I'll take a lot of shit. I'll take a lot of yeah. shit, but I'm not taking any nuts to the mouth. Oh, we know. We know. <laughs> you got to be able to take some. Uh, you got to be able to take some shit. Yeah, yeah. Especially inside. if you're gonna if you're gonna advocate for the for the joke to be out. You know, I wasn't really gonna put my nuts in your mouth, right? Oh, a productive yeah. conversation. <laughs> you highlighted that. I didn't, fact re- that I didn't I really, really want to yeah, better representation for this idea, yeah. Yeah. and that's a hundred percent true. <laughs> I mean, don't worry about me. Believe in Earth. Believe in in life. Well, thanks, Brady. Uh, I hope you know. I hope that all made sense. The stuff I was saying, but great. Well, I'm uh, glad I could help, and I I still believe in you. <laughs> I, I, I believe in. Uh, you know, you can still be effective. Yeah, I believe that. All right, man. Cool. Um, great. Well, uh, I think we're about done here. I mean, look, it, it, did we talk about Biden? Kind of. I mean, went off on a lot of tangents. Yeah, we went off on quite a bit of tangents and everything. Um, but, but that, you know, that's fine. That's, fine. that's how it gets. How it goes. I mean, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, if you want to yeah. bring it back to Joe Biden, so you think Patty Mayonnaise is black? I think Patty Mayonnaise is black. I do. I Get this: black. her her father, the dude that's like in a wheelchair and shit. Yeah, uh, his name is Chad. Now that's a white guy name. That is a white guy name, actually. Let me let me check a look at this. 
see. Let me just take a. I'm talking with somebody about this today, and she's she's like, "Well, she's got blonde hair," and I'm like, "I know at least a couple of black men with blonde hair." Yeah, but she that that was loud back in the '90s. That shit would be loud, loud. So I don't know, man. You You know know what? More I look at her. Oof. I mean, she there's some where she looks real black, and also like Skeeter. Skeeter definitely black, right? (coughs) Yeah, I think Skeeter's obviously black. Uh. Like he, yeah, but Patty Mayonnaise, I don't know. I mean, she she does look dark in some of these. Um, I mean, honestly, yeah, I'm sticking with black. You know, maybe the point of the show, having people of all different, like, crazy colors, was that color that it didn't, that it had no place, that it, it didn't matter for anything, that you just were, they were just people, you know? Nah. <laughs> nah, she black. <laughs> nah, she black. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I don't know, Bill. Do you have anything else to say? Look, the whole reason I did this Joe Biden or Joe Byron campaign launch party is because I think we're fucked in a lot of big ways. I, I don't think there's a the fact that we got this guy who can barely put sentences together is the best hope for whatever passes as a left in this country or whatever passes as like a a working class party is obnoxious. I mean, it's fucking obnoxious. If you work for a living, prepare for your life to continue to suck under either president. Uh, you have to break out of it. We we have to start something else. Maybe a, a proxy party. No, but there, this, it's not good. We're not, we're not in a good place when that's our best hope. Um, or at least the best hope that the best alternative hope that's kind of offered to us. Uh, and that was the main focus of doing the whole episode. Uh, and how we're probably going to get Trump again. It's probably going to happen. Can you do a Joe Biden impression? Uh, oh. <laughs> Let me see. It's hard. No, yeah. no. Jack, uh, how does he, is he back here? Yeah. I'm just trying to do generic old. Hey. It's hey. Like- it's another day in America. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, hey Jack, you got to kind of be loud too. Me, Joe Biden. What's I've going never on? Tried it yeah, you got to. It's got to have that old like back, Come back on! in the throat. Back Come in the throat. Hey, Jack. Hey. <laughs> I don't know there was this, there was this time where Joe Joe Biden was giving a talk, and mm-hmm. somebody was getting mad at him about about people overseas. So people are like, like saying like my 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 brother died like he's talking about how his brother died in the war they're yelling at him about the war or something and this is before he's yeah. president he was like vice president and he just yells back at the guy he just stops him and he goes my son died <laughs> and i was like oh his son died in the war too and then i found out no he just died of like i don't know like lung cancer he, he died he died What is this? Yeah, I yeah. It's not, I, I think it's not relevant here. Yeah, no. I, I, I think it's. Uh, he was trying to imply that his son died in the war. I think too. He what a what a weird, what what a fucking terrible shit. Uh, no, well, his oh, daughter the died in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. my father, good man, he died. He, he lost his job. No joke, folks. I keep hearing Dana Carvey do his impression of. 
Joe Biden, that's all Joe Biden. He always goes, yeah. oh, my father lost his job. No joke, folks. No joke. And he's like, oh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. That's where I get that Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's because that's Dana Carvey doing it? Dana Carvey, he got it from somewhere, so he says it somewhere. Well, that's funny. And that's all I know. Okay. I, can't do a, I can't do a Joe Biden voice. Here, I'll do Joe Biden. Uh, what do you want me to have Joe Biden say? Hmm. Can you catch up? I was going to say, can you catch up these nuts in your mouth? But and then I said up. I was going to say, can you catch? And that's had to be the way to do it. Honestly. Leave it. Leave that to the professionals. <laughs> America, I am coming to you today to run for president of the United States. <laughs> It's me, Joe Biden, your president. I'm sorry, John? John Malkovich, is that you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> John, you what are, are you doing only here? renting me for the moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have uh, a prior uh, engagement. Uh, wh- why are you here doing uh, uh, Joe Biden's uh, campaign announcement, John? <laughs> because Joe Biden is otherwise disposed. He's taking a nap. Or as my maid calls it, a siesta. <laughs> okay. Uh, Where uh, are the fruit is... roll-ups I was promised? Uh, sorry, I, 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 I didn't get the memo for any uh, fruit roll-ups that need to be uh, delivered today. I apologize for that. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, uh, can you give us a little information as to why uh, Joe Biden needs you to do his campaign announcement speech for us? Why Why can't he do it himself? I mean, he's, for the he's same reason that your grandfather can't order dinner on the phone anymore. Because he's black. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you heard Joe it here. Biden is black. You heard it here first, folks. Joe Biden is a brother. He can. Uh, he is black. He's black, blackity black. Um, and in a twist of fate, Joe Jackson is now white. <laughs> the duality of life. For every one sacrifice, another must be made in its opposite. Okay. Joe Jackson, father of the Jackson Five, is now a Caucasian. What kind of implications does this have on? <laughs> yeah, what kind of yeah? What does that mean? What does that what does that do for the election? Uh, God, I wish I could do a John Malkovich. How do you do? Go My name it. is John Malkovich. Yes, you know what helps? What you gotta go helps? away from the mic because you gotta yell. Say, because you have to yell. Step <laughs> away from the microphone and yell <laughs> when you're doing John Malkovich. Where are you your putting neighbors your neighbors will hear everything you're saying. Where are you putting your tongue when you do John Malkovich? Or how how high is your uh, mouth going when you do it? Because it seems like an impression where the lips get vertical instead of horizontal, if that makes any sense. 
The tongue is constantly going up to the ridge of my mouth and down again in a sweeping motion. Up to the ridge of my mouth and down again in a... Now I sound almost British. Up to the ridge of my mouth and down again. <laughs> down again. In a sweeping motion. And you got to put the tongue in between the two. Put it in the gap in the teeth. Oh, well, right. Every British person has a gap in their teeth. Put it... <laughs> <laughs> and then stick the tongue through the hole. And That's then, right. Put it in the gap of the teeth. Put it in the gap. Mind the gap, please. Mind, Mind the, the gap. gap. Mind the gap. You Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Aye, partner, did you hear that they're about to elect Joe Biden again? No, sir. I did not hear that, sir. Oh, what happened to the other bloke? Who's this? <laughs> well, sir... He left. He was in a hurry. Oh. He went. He went. He hopped into a car with a woman. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, she, well, she was a bit. Yes, she was a bigger girl, sir. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, how big was she then, mate? The size of a Ferrari. Oh, Joe Malkovich is back here too. <laughs> We're all here. We're all on speakerphone. <laughs> We're having a party for Joe Biden. Oh, well, uh, who else is at the party? Well, a lot of black people because he's black, now, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's here. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Morgan, uh, four, more, four more years is not something that I will have. <laughs> Oh, me too. I as well. It's we'll me. both be dead. And the other Morgan Freeman. Well, I'll see you in Morgan Freeman hell. And that's right. No, I'm going to Morgan Freeman heaven. I'm going to be covered in pussy. <laughs> in Morgan Freeman heaven is God Morgan Freeman from the movie Bruce Almighty. And that's right. And then just a hell of a lot of pussy. That's where I go. Morgan as long Freeman. as I'm as long as I'm related to it and it's under the age of twenty five. That's correct. And I I'll keep doing what I need to do because I'm Morgan Freeman. And who This else? has been Morgan Freeman eating my granddaughter's pussy. It's me, John Malkovich again. Like, hold on. What was that actual story with Morgan Freeman though? Maybe like It's his step grand it's his step granddaughter. And they were like doing stuff in the car. Is that what I heard? That there was well, they, some got, they did all, all kinds of things. They got married, and you know they're just. Uh, what, like did they, they get mar fucking married? They're married. What? Step granddaughter affair. Comes right up. Morgan Freeman had an affair with step granddaughter, alleged murderer. Did was his stepdaughter? Murdered? Oh yeah. my! What? Before she was murdered, Morgan Freeman's step granddaughter told. When was she murdered? Mm. I did. Morgan Freeman's step granddaughter told her boyfriend turned killer that actor had been secretly sleeping with her, confirming years old claims about the illicit affair. So I guess they weren't married. I thought they were married. But and also, are you I thought believe. Was, I thought the, she was alive. Did the too. step? Did the step? 
did the step uh did the boyfriend yeah the boyfriend turned her killer that's not exactly the best source of like information right like the guy who fucking killed you you know what i mean like yeah that's true yeah it's like why are we gonna listen to yeah why don't listen to what he's saying Oh, boy. She was stabbed 25 times at her Manhattan building by her drug-induced boyfriend. Dude, chill the fuck out challenge. My God. That's pretty crazy. You know, I was going to ask you today, too, what you thought of Don Lemon. Oh, yeah, that's great. Get him the fuck out of here, dude. That's hilarious. I've never liked Don Lemon. Lemon. I used to like him, like, way back when, when I was, like, still dumb and, like, a kid. And I was like, oh, cool. Look at this. Look at this really put together, uh, you know, like black guy who's on this uh, CNN. This is great. Uh, but then you like just listen to what the fuck he has to say and his politics and shit. And it's just it's just crap. Just completely. Yeah, he, he really he really sucks. Um, remember that, you know, I like Mike Tyson uh, clips, as you know, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, Mike that, Tyson is on yeah. Don Lemon's show and he's Donald is trying to do like a transition to something and then like I can't remember what it is but Mike Tyson's he's still talking and he keeps going like you don't believe that Don Lemon come on come on you think it that well he ain't gonna like <laughs> Donald is trying to be impartial or something Mike Tyson making him crack up that's nice yeah. I don't like Don Lemon though and I don't like I don't like CNN I don't think CNN is a credible news organization either. No, they're not they're and not. I thought the thing that sucks is I've been calling CNN like garbage news for like so long like since like for like 10 plus years and then when trump came along and and made war with them right away and called them fake Mm -hmm. news i was like oh don't do this to me because now i can't say so all right don lemon's out um yeah the last question is is uh what's the what is the greatest stevie wonder song so fucking hard, dude. So hard. Too many of them are so fucking good. Maybe, maybe as, maybe as, as. Yeah, honestly, honestly. Let me look. Let me look. It's it's hard because no one knows. Like when you say as, um, it's like it's better heard, when people you've say heard always. It. You've heard yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, it's like you don't know it. By I it can then. just play it. Let me play this shit real quick. Oh, yeah. And then play over, like, Overjoyed. Honestly, Overjoyed, well, I, it's a good one. Okay? Overjoyed yes. is fucking incredible. Over love, over me. It's, it's good as fuck. Can you, I figured you could do a good Stevie Wonder with your singing I, voice. A can little bit. Hit, little can bit. you hit that octave he goes up, though? Because he, no, he picks up no. another key. You can't do that. When, when he does a change, I could do yeah. the... ba da ba da ba da ba but then keeping it going true. for the whole thing. Yeah. Wonder songs that uh, I try to sing, like uh, lately, but uh, which is really nice. It's just a nice little sad love song. But then he does the octave change and shows you that he's not fucking around. And when he modulates up, I can't hit it. And I think he does that just to flex on motherfuckers, man, honestly. But, like, uh, yes, Living for the City is good as fuck. I, I mean, like, honestly, Superstition is very good, but, like, Living for the City and stuff like that is, I think, better. It's hard to say better because so many fucking 
Stevie Wonder song slap. And some of the ones people don't even like fucking talk about. Like, oh, you haven't done nothing or you ain't done nothing. The one, it's just like an old funky, uh, I'm going to play that real quick. Okay. You haven't done nothing. He's, and though we're sick and tired of singing our song, talk about how you're going to change right from wrong. And if you really want to hear our view, it's good as fuck. But um, I'm just going to play the beginning part just because it's so funky. At Amica, First in advertisement. we provide you with something more. Fucking ads. God, everything is a goddamn ad in this country. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Sounds like an arcade. I've heard this song sampled in at least two or three other songs. I bet you have. Yeah, like, like I mean, like, um, oh man, what's that? What's that one song called? Like, it's like it's like even from the '80s too, and they totally took that trumpet part. I got you. I do. Okay, okay. I'll go back just a little bit so you can hear me go up. Like that. They used it in Sledgehammer, the song Sledgehammer. Oh shit! I think you're right. I get it around. I get the hab. Actually, the whole, the whole, the, not only that part, but the whole like they're playing that that beat, like that. Yeah, thing. they're totally taken from. The, oh, yeah, what is that? Is that it a clavicle? What do they call that thing? That's got the like. The, is it a harpsichord? Is that what a harpsichord? The it's it's not the 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 keys that he's using to do that that oh, that funk bit. I don't, you're asking the wrong guy. Asking the wrong, Clava, I mean, Clava, 
clavicle. No, it's not a clavicle. Yeah, but there's like a clavicle, like a, it's like a, a keyboard. It's like a key setting. And then there's a, it's not a harpsichord, but it's the same thing that he uses. He used it a lot. Like he used it in higher ground, um, you know, just right at the beginning. Um, oh, man. Like the beginning, I'll, I'll play just so, you know, uh, this is before, obviously, uh, the Chili Peppers covered it. <laughs> And that's the thing, like, he fucking wrote Higher Ground? Like, what the, like, who the fuck is Stevie Wonder? Like, every once in a while, you just get blessed with these people who just come along, who, musically, they just, I don't know, they're tapping into something that's just, like, out of this fucking world, man. It's, like, off of this planet. And this guy's just, like, this blind motherfucker just coming in and just being like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be one of the greatest songwriters and one of the funkiest motherfuckers, and I just, oh, and I'm a great singer, and I'm going to give you so much joy. I'm going to give joy to millions of people using the sounds that I can make with my fingers and my my voice. Like, holy shit. Yeah, he will be missed. No, he's still around. Stop. No, he died an hour ago. That's why I asked you. I'll fucking kill you, dude. Don't be fucking... I'm just kidding. He didn't die. fucking dare. He he didn't die. But but let's be I'm not trying to cry right now, dude. You did did say he was blind, and that's not true. (laughs) I love those memes that Stevie Wonder isn't blind. (laughs) (laughs) The one where they throw my microphone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Did he catch a microphone when they threw one at him? I I think he just waved. I think he was raising his hand up in the air to like to like wave at somebody or just like or just like you know he's just reaching out or whatever. And I think uh-huh. they did they digitally had a microphone thrown in. <laughs> <laughs> it's very convincing though. <laughs> That's great. Uh, this is a. <laughs> What are you saying? Overjoyed? overjoyed is what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying though? Um, yeah, overjoyed is really good. Overjoyed is really, really good. Honestly. Is that that's what friends are for? Does that count as a Stevie song? 
Uh, yeah, I think. It's I think got so. like five, it's got like five artists on it, but I think it's his song. It's definitely him doing the harmonica. It is, yeah, yeah. Dude, he even did. I don't wanna bore you with this, but I love you, I love you, I love you. That's Stevie Wonder too. Yeah. Also, Holy true shit. to your heart, you must stay true to your heart. That's and not Stevie Wonder, is it? What's that? Yeah, Stevie Wonder uh-huh. and Eighty-Eight Degrees. No, stop. Get the fuck out of here. From the movie Mulan, yeah. The cartoon one. I didn't know Stevie was on that. Um, like, I think it's a clav. I gotta look up. I'm just gonna YouTube clavicle real quick to see if I can find this shit. Mm. You know, Oriental is still okay to uh, say. You just have to say it about objects, not people. I think it's always meant to have been about, like, clavicle? Like, like this, this, this is an Oriental rug. It's a rug from the Orient. I think it's a clavichord. That would make sense, but that that's clavichord. old. Clavichord is old, though. There's no way that funky shit. Nah. Some clavichord. Um, He's only seventy-two. This is an old, old, old one. Um, it's getting closer. This is real old. Right, but that banjo shit. Oh, harpingy, harpingy, harpingy. H a r p e j j. Yeah, it's the harpingy. It's an electric string musical instrument. Oh, I smell this. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of... What's that? Uh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I want to know, just because I should see. Which, which song is it that he uses in Superstition? Um, but yeah, he uses it in Superstition, too. There's the melodica, the congas, the piano, the synthesizer, the harmonica, the drums, bongos, the like, Oh, and the, the clav- clavinet. Clavinet? Clavinet. Maybe that's it. D L A V I N E T. Clavinet. Should also be pronounced Clavinet. Who knows? Clavinet. C L A V I N E T. I N E T. It's capitalized, so it's probably like named after a person. Maybe a Frenchman. I'm not skidding anything when I put Clavinet. What what was the first instrument on there? Okay, in his childhood, he was best known for his harmonic work. Today, he is better known for his keyboard skills and vocal ability. He also plays the piano synthesizer. No, no, no. It's a piano, but it's a keyboard setting. That's the thing. So it's it's almost like um, an electric piano, right? Like the electric piano one and two sounds uh-huh. started with the keyboard electric piano. But there's like a – like Chick Corea plays that a lot, but it's still piano, right? Oh, yeah. So the clav- the like clavinet's a- an electrically amplified clavichord. Clavichord, but that's, that's that, yeah, okay, yeah. Then that's it. That's got to be it. Okay, but that ugh, I don't know. I, I really want. Okay, I, we got a request for uptight, uptight or over overjoyed. Should we end with overjoyed and then 
We'll do uptight real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do this. Old, this is this man had arrows to him. Are you gonna kill me if Stevie Wonder dies tomorrow? I'll, I'll be mad, dude. I'll be pretty mad. I won't lie. I would but blame I, myself if, too. Like if you you obviously didn't kill him, right? But, no, but, but indirectly, you know, fate. Yeah, yeah I've fate, done it to a lot of celebrities. You have a gift. <laughs> I killed Ronald yeah. Reagan. Here's uh, now. I'm only going by the YouTube comment here, so I can't be for sure. But We're this is Stevie Wonder, and it says he was only 16 years old. Something about you. Yeah, let me turn down. Hard to hear. Hard to hear you. Yeah, sorry. I was. Uh, you asked me if I, it was all, all time. Yes, I, I, I want to know. Say, he's definitely in. He's definitely in the top five best living musicians. For sure. Man. I, I think. I think that has to be the case, right? Although there's some, been some good ones. Like, honestly, I would say. Maybe I'm so biased, but like there's certain songwriters that I put like I think are like the goats, like the greatest of all time, right? Like it's hard to say Stevie's not there with that body of work. Yeah, let's do uh, let's do overjoyed. All right, and that's what we'll close on. Yeah. Everything is all right. So good. Yeah, this is. Man, this is a fucking good one. I don't want to listen to this though, because I sometimes I, I'll just like cry when I'm listening to this. If I'm being real. Yeah. Weird, you, think about, you think about somebody or whatever. You know. Yeah, it just gets you on, like, you know, that castle of love. But for you, like, it, there's this is so goddamn sad, but it's so, like, beautiful, man. Like, I don't, like, There's a couple of songs that, that, and that's one of them. And then there's another one. Oh, For Once in My Life. And, yeah. and, then, and, and both of those songs invoke memories of, like, particular people. And then, so it's. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. I'll read some of these lyrics first, just for those who don't 
don't hear them in whatever fucked up janky uh, sound setup I got going on here. But I, I really, I really want to give some credit again to Stevie Wonder as a as a songwriter, because not only is he making and not just his arrangements. I mean, you heard that the horn section, how upbeat, nice everything was, how funky he gets with higher ground. I mean, like not only is he innovating musically, but these lyrics, like this is a poem and I'll read just the first verse and then we can go into overjoyed um, and maybe end tonight on like a, a good note, just a note of like being happy to, to be alive and whether it's Joe Biden coming through again. And even if it's Trump or whatever, we're going to figure this shit out. Cause fuck this man. Fuck those guys. Everything like, is all right. Right. Out of sight. <laughs> That's it. Right. Yeah. But, but I, I have to just read this first verse real quick. Right. So this is, these are the lyrics to overjoyed by Stevie wonder over time. I've been building my castle of love just for two. Though you never knew you were my reason. I've gone much too far for you now to say that I've got to throw my castle away. Over dreams, I have picked out a perfect come true. Though you never knew it was of you, I've been dreaming. The Sandman has come from too far away. For you to say, come back some other day. And though you don't believe that they do, they do come true. For did my dreams come true when I looked at you? And maybe too, if you would believe, you too might be overjoyed, overloved, over me. Holy shit, man. Right. Like, I'm going to cry right now. I don't even understand it. It's uh, it's deep stuff. It's God, man. God. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? That, yeah. Isn't she precious? Less than one minute old. He's talking yes. about... You talk about his daughter that just came... Like... I never thought through love we'd be making one as lovely as she. But isn't she apt? Like, you can feel the joy is radiating Made from the lyric. It's, it, God damn. You said what? Made from love. Isn't she lovely? Made from love, yeah. yeah. Like, wow. And then the harmonica comes in. Just fucking. It's like, oh my god, dude! Like, some people just like are in like they they can ugh, they tap into the human human spirit and the human experience and every emotion, and they're able to just express it through the medium of music, and it's like it's incredible. But I, I, I we'll, we'll we'll put on this overjoyed now. You've heard the first verse. I'm going to let this, for the most part, play out. And uh, let me know if the sound's not good, because the uh, the one thing I would hate is to not do this song the justice it deserves. So, Cue an ad on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Overjoyed. Have and I will say, we're weird? looking out for you. <laughs> yeah. You're in good hands. Right. In all state, you're in good hands. Some <laughs> shitty mobile game. Okay, here we go. Here it is.
Too low. It was only number eight. <laughs> okay, what the hell? You just they just ruined it <laughs> with some Beatles. <laughs> it's, it's it's like when you get you ever order like fries 
or you or, or like like a fries from a fast food restaurant and you get and you there's like a fucking onion ring in your fries like what the fuck yeah but that's always like a little surprise you know i'm like i don't trust man. it like where the hell's the onion ring been how did it get in the fries i don't like that that's fair that uh song was only number eight on the top 10 from rolling stone uh reader poll overjoyed yeah that was number eight it was number eight and what was the poll like the greatest songs ever it was from Rolling Stone, uh, greatest, uh, um, what's it called, uh, Stevie Wonder songs, top ten from the readers of Rolling Stone. As a number ten, as a number one, probably super, uh, probably isn't she lovely? Nope, superstition. Superstition. Put okay. all your gut on that one. Yeah, but uh, like, look, look, superstition's good. It's really good, right? But like, if we're talking about, like, it's really fucking good. It feels weird to like try to justify saying a but after that, right? With superstition. Mm-hmm. But the from like a heart standpoint, like superstition fucking rocks, right? But it's like, yeah, that's Derek says it best. That's a lot of competition when you're talking about Stevie Wonder songs. Okay. Superstition, probably better than any other song most artists have ever written. Just straight up, if I'm being real. It's incredible. Musically it's also incredible, but Holy shit, like, something like Overjoyed is, ah. Uh, How about living, uh, for the, living for the City? Of course, Living for the Fucking City. That's number two. I'm sorry, like, how? How? How did this motherfucker just like hear that in his head and put that little that little bit? I think it goes to like a different time signature in during that part too. One, two, three, one, two, three. I think it goes to either three, four, or seven, four. It goes to some weird time signature just for that part. So it's it's like such a different part of the song, and yet it it the way it resolves when it goes da 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 da. Suddenly, you're right back into key. Yes, sweeping. That that you're suddenly right back. Like you're right back home, yeah. and it almost like embraces like. And this is where I get maybe too meta with it, or too like, the curtains were blue with it. If you know what that what I mean, like you know when people are analyzing books, sometimes uh, they look at what an author wrote and the author writes the curtains were blue and you can just think well maybe that just means he meant the curtains were blue or maybe it's a sad scene and the curtains are some kind of like symbolism to show you that like the the mood is blue what's being what's being written about is blue right like that so maybe i'm getting a little curtains are blue with this but when you talk about living in the city and it's like making just enough just enough for the city and the lyrics and everything, and then you have that little chaotic sweeping middle section. Uh-huh. It's like a, it's like the chaos and the hustle and bustle going back and forth within the city, and some of the weird like sadness and and like confusion that comes with it, and that little interlude in between, that little like part, that bridge part, with its minor kind of notations and its weird kind of notes and its weird time signature and busting out of nowhere and coming back to resolve is sort of like symbolic of what it's like to live in a city. 
you know, of, of that mm-hmm. chaos that he's speaking about, of all those different things coming on together. It's like, it's sick. It's fucking sick. Okay. And yeah. I think, I think those are the little things and the big things that Stevie Wonder does that makes it so fucking like timeless, man. Like, I, I, I probably get a lot of shit for saying this from people, but, you know, I put Stevie Wonder in a very similar category to people I put like Beethoven, if I'm being frank. I was, no, I was thinking that earlier when you were yeah. playing, you played the one with all the funk in it and stuff. Yes. How, like, like he, he's basically, he's writing a symphony. He's, 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 they're the same. They're the, yeah. like the level of shit that they're doing for their time and the kind of innovation and shit. I'm sorry. But like people don't like to hear it because sometimes I'll say that about D'Angelo and people will be like, there's no fucking way D'Angelo. How could you say that? He's Mo- Mozart is Mozart, bitch. Like you have to look at what art is and like how people, the times that they find themselves in and what they're able to do with that, with, with the times, like the way they innovate and come up with shit from the ether, that process is the same. And I, I feel that from Stevie wonder. I, you feel it from him. It's, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, there's certain music that you can play for people that actually is like timeless. It's timeless forever. When people hear like, you know, like moonlight Sonata or, or, or one of these, they'll hear it and it'll do something for them. When you hear Moonlight Sonata, you feel Moonlight Sonata. You feel that shit, right? Like you can't help. There's something that is tapped into what we are as human beings that Moonlight Sonata can hit. It hits it. Tchaikovsky for me is a big one. Yes. There's plenty of that shit. Like, I put them on the same level as, a, as a, the greatest composers that we've we've seen in history. Honestly, I, I, I put it right up there. Um, Stevie Wonder for sure. Yeah, number three was As, which you mentioned earlier. As is so fucking good. Uh, you don't here. You'll know it as soon as I play it. I'll play a little bit. I know we said we we're gonna end on, <laughs> but we can end anytime. I, I like honestly. This is just this is now just a vibes and support group uh, hey. podcast. That's it. Great chilling. Okay, I'll do this. Uh, I'll just play the. It's a long song, so I, maybe I won't play the whole thing. But okay, just let me know if the sound is working and stuff again. And I hear it. Yeah, I really got to get a soundboard for this shit. Do you hear? Do you hear the advertisement right now or no? Oh yeah, is that an advertisement? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember the Stevie Wonder song. <laughs> could you hear it? Okay, I heard I heard it. Okay, it was in the background. I could hear. Sometimes you're talking when the music's on, and I don't hear a damn thing you're saying, but I can tell you're talking. Yeah, um, but I can hear the music pretty well when that happens. So it's a trade off. But I I I don't know if I should like increase the volume or not because that was really low on the volume side for the for the catch. So I don't know because what I'm doing is I'm playing it out of a speaker into a condenser mic. And I'm trying to figure out, which is not ideal. I need a board to like, but then I have to figure out how to use a fucking board. And I, I, maybe it only takes 10 minutes. I don't know. But um, like, tell me if you can hear this well, okay. because if you can hear it well. I won't turn it up. I don't hear it. I don't hear it at all. Oh, perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly? Oh, yeah. Volume wise, too? 
you, you would, I wouldn't go any higher or lower. What would you guess number four is? I'll give you a hint. It was a song he he, it was a song he wrote just once before your fatal car crash and put him into a coma. Yeah, he should. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's technical difficulties there. Lady showed up with my pizza. <laughs> and then I couldn't hear anything, so I left and came back. Yeah. You know what? I got to work out anyway to go do some stuff. And... Well, you know what? All right. Well, number four was higher ground. Oh, oh. Could see that, but that's a that's an interesting one. What okay, number four is higher ground, number five, they haven't said. I mean, number number seven was overjoyed, number eight was overjoyed. I mean, pastime paradise is probably right. You won't get it, third duke of circuit. Number six is I wish. Of course. Oh, God. I wish those days were 
Number, number seven is a song that I can't believe that I forgot until just now. Uh, I just called to say I love you. Yeah, so the, the, the song you mentioned isn't even on the list at all. Which one? Uh, you haven't done nothing? Yeah, the Paradise one. Oh. Yeah, the number nine is I Believe When I Fall in Love Will Be Forever. Number ten is Boogie on a Reggae Boogie on oh, Reggae Boogie woman. on Reggae Woman. That's a good one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't have been driving that car though. Go for grub up. I did go for grub up. Here's to experiencing the great of a great lake oh, yeah. shoreline in Wisconsin. Yeah. Great. Oh, Here's to just getting away. And to remember. Here we go.
that killed that. Who was that? Was that Drew Hill? Yeah, it was Will Smith and Drew Hill. Yeah, Drew Hill was he killed that. Because remember, Will Smith was telling you the song goes, "Big Will, Drew Hill." Yeah, that makes sense. An unfortunate situation where the song was better than the movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious that Drew Hill like, went by Cisco, right? I mean, like, Cisco is Drew Hill. Wait, they're different people? No, they're the same guy. I mean, wait, 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 wait. Oh, he was the same guy? Was in, he, he was in the rap Wait. Who hills like is a group? Yes, apparently. Okay. Let's just say, because I don't because in that same song, Will Smith also name drops Cisco. Yeah, Cisco's the lead singer. He's like Cisco, Cisco, Desperado. I wish those tits would go in my mouth. I like I uh, the dude's on another level, man. He just did. He really did. I like we're, we're blessed. Like man, like dang. I love I, I don't know if there's anything in this world that I love more than like. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. Like, the way it makes me feel, the way it gets to my bones, that shit is fine. There are two songs. There are two songs that you don't. You, you, oh, Stevie Wonder that you probably never heard because they're from. Um, they're from like obscure movies. But more recently, uh, well, I did the Mulan one earlier, but he did a song for um, this Pinocchio movie that they made in the 90s with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Really? That's pretty good. Pinocchio movie? It was a a live action Pinocchio. This has been a ton of Pinocchio movies. This is another live action Pinocchio movie with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And I forget what the song is called, but it's a nice tune, and he wrote it, and he sings it. And he, the song is, again, best friend of the movie. And then he also did the, um, he did a, he wrote a song for, These um, Reese's Cups are now filled with Reese's I love Reese's Cups. Which begs the question, <laughs> how much Reese's is too much? These Reese's Cups are now filled with Reese's Cups. Will Arnett is doing Reese's commercials. Uh, anyway, the song is called Misrepresented People, and it's from, uh, my oh, favorite uh, Spike Lee movie, Bamboozle, yes. which I told you to watch. Yeah, you tell me about that. Yeah, I don't know. You are the sunshine. Well, it's not a perfect movie. I don't know if it's my favorite Spike. I haven't actually seen all Spike Lee's movies, but that's probably not playing much to make. I didn't do the right thing. Yeah. 
it was an imperfect movie. It ends kind of. It's like he's he's so interesting because he like when he hits he hits hard and then when he misses it's like what the fuck? I feel like this what is this? But he and he's he has had a lot of misses. Yeah, but I think that's like he keeps it. You know what I never saw in Black Panther. What did you say, Black Panther? Black Clansman. Oh, Black K. Clansman? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. The the 25th hour? 25th hour is not a great movie necessarily, but I watched it for a, a post 9 11 seminar class, and it has the distinction of being like one of the first movies to, that, that yaks to 9 11. That talks about 9 11. Yeah, like the whole the whole theme of the movie is it's, it's, it's just a movie about a guy that's got to go to prison the next day. He's spending his last night as a free man in New York with his friends and stuff. But it's all got so much it, it's all about like that. It's really underlying about 9 11. And it just and it just happened. You imagine a 9 11 movie like this was the theme song for it. Yeah. Let's just be clear, it's not a movie about 9 11, it's a movie about like, post 9 11 New York. That's what I mean to say. You know what? I, I should go work out. I just get on the bike, watch some basketball, and then uh, go to bed. Yeah. Your audience wants you to stop, too. Oh, they do. Yeah, probably. <coughs> yeah. Well, thank you all for joining us for this campaign uh, celebration party. Slash memorial for Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Dude, you can't keep saying it or you're actually going to jinx it. Like, <coughs> please, like that would, how, how like symbolic would it be if we end with Stevie Wonder and we're talking about all the hope that we still need to have. And then the first news tomorrow is Stevie Wonder dead, blah, blah, blah. Like that would yeah. be terrible. That would suck. Uh, and honestly, yeah. but you know what? It would not be a sign. Just so we're all clear. If that happens to everybody, the plan remains the same. I do not care. Like, um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, who gives a shit? Joe Biden's running. It's not going to change anything. It's just, I can't believe I'm honestly surprised to keep doing the same shit over and over again. It's, it's, it's fascinating. If nothing else, it's fascinating. Like, what are you going to do that you haven't done already? Me? No, I'm saying I'm just saying. Oh, like, them. When it comes to somebody's not doing anything, like, 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 are you, are you holding off on the good stuff till after your second term? No, they don't have a plan. There's nothing. The plan is, look, they're they're not an actual party. They are a basically what what amounts to controlled opposition. They are this pro corporate, pro uh, easy to control alternative that they give for the Republican Party, so that they can give Americans the illusion of choice of going back between, uh, or the illusion of the the idea of the illusion of choice of uh, someone they have to vote for but the the choices are is a false one because what do we do 
even before Trump, what did we do? Well, we continued the same wars. We continued the same uh, uh, policies where we're giving out corporate bailouts and, and, and refusing to increase uh, real wages and refusing to give people jobs or housing or health care or any of that stuff. Both parties are aligned on all that, even though the people are not. We've never been aligned on that. We're not aligned on it now, but it doesn't matter because they want you to vote for Joe Biden again. And they're going to give you the same fucking choice we had last time. And the fact that our best hope against Trump again is a guy who can barely string sentences together, who's 80 years old and who really does has the lowest poll numbers in, in modern history as far as popularity as a president. That should be a warning sign for people. But no, people are just going to say, well, we have to vote for Biden again because this like. If you can't see the game underneath the game right now, the meta game of American politics, and you're missing it, there's it's a meta game. It is a the the reason we're here to begin with is not because of the people wanted Joe Biden to be there. It's because the only options that the people are given are ones that are pre-approved by industry and business. And by the powers, the people who have the people and corporations, but mostly corporations who have the real power, offer you the choices. And one of the reasons people like Trump is because it doesn't seem like he was the choice that power wanted. And if you analyze it from that standpoint, it makes sense. It makes sense why people would be attracted to Trump if they're just going on their gut. They didn't want him here. So he must be for us. No, that's not how it works. He's for him. He's a piece of shit. Egotistical, you know. He's a warmonger too, just different wars with different people. But um, uh, again, it's if he gets elected again, it's gonna suck. Yeah, but it, it, it ultimately, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like we're the fact that there is no other plan by the smartest nation in the world, by the people with the most capable nation in the world, the world leader, the world, the the nation that should be the leader of the world. And the best that we can offer again is Joe Biden is a joke. And it's not on us. It's on those forces that led him to be the one in power. It's on like you have to disassemble that power structure in order to actually change shit. And uh, you do that by starting to listen to Stevie Wonder. <laughs> That's right. A little bit. You really do, though. Like um, as long as you can believe that there's like things that are still good and beautiful and like uh worth saving and worth experiencing and worth having in this world then you can keep fighting honestly um so happy campaign party joe biden congratulations on everything you do um we well thank you very much (laughs) is that that kind of sounds like a like a Jody Foster's older brother or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Jody well, Foster's older brother, uh, uh, bad George George W. Bush. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> sounds like a bad George W. Bush. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much. I can't a do Joe. Fool me, can't get fooled again. Yeah, can't get fooled again. <laughs> well, I'm Joe Biden. Hello. Yeah. Let me rub your let me rub your shoulders. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, because you're already fucking us. Oh, You're already I'm, fucking us, buddy. I'm getting real sleepy, real sleepy. Oh, sleepy Joe! Yeah, I got to take a nap in the White House. Uh, the fact that like that no one's primarying him really, besides Marianne Williamson, who's got a snowball's chance in hell, 
much better for sure, but snowball's chance in hell. And then um, now RFK Jr., which let's let's see how it goes, buddy. Let's see how it goes. I I it's not gonna. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> well, I'm gonna work out. Thank you all for coming to our Black Panther party. <laughs> Bill, you got anything else to say? Oh yeah, I changed my name too. I, I'm thinking about going forward. I think I might try to use a pseudonym. Um, just because I don't want. Do? I don't want. What are you gonna do people. about all your old episodes? I, I'm just gonna leave them up. I'm not gonna be too too like quiet about it. But I kind of want to. I might change my picture and change my my thing just because like I was thinking about it. Like I I went to like a work presentation yesterday. And I was thinking when we were learning some stuff or where they were telling us some stuff, I was like, yeah, if they knew about my politics, I'd probably get fired, like on some real shit. I'd, I'd, if not fired, I don't think I'd get hired in another place. Um, I'll make you a cover or logo or some shit if you want. Yeah, maybe I'll do some kind of logo or something. And I don't know. I'm still working on like a, a pseudonym to go by. Um, so if anyone's got anything they want to suggest, maybe we'll do yeah. that. Tat Ninja 69. Tat Ninja 69 420. <laughs> Ninja please 69. Ninja please 69. Uh, right now I'm going by Joe Byron, but it just says Joe. So maybe if I make Joe Byron the thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe Maybe this is, I mean, the nice thing about like this being a small sort of podcast on a small app is that I don't have to worry about it blowing up as much right like the people who find it and like it they know how to find it and they know how to like keep uh listening and those who don't you know it's like well that's okay but i don't really want to do i don't want to like advertise it and shit because like i have a whole nother fucking life that i have to like continue living and yeah. the worst thing today is that i mean it's like jonathan was saying earlier you know this thing that uh, every mistake that you've ever made in your life or everything that you've said wrong or everything that is, is out in public, they take the worst moments of you and they think that, or the worst moments of your life. And they take that and make it look like that's who you are. And uh, they don't he care. Did, he did a good yeah. job. He does a good job. Biden. Who Jonathan? Yeah. Did he? I, I missed that. Did, am I forgetting? Yeah, he did it for like a minute. Yeah. For like a second there. Oh man. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So that's kind of the state of things. Um, yeah. Anything else, Bill? Oh, man. No, just um, spay and neuter your pets. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And um, yeah, peace the party. Yeah. From this guy Brady, who gobbles gobbles nuts. You gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet. I just love the fact that you call you call it the pizza party. I think I might do that now. That's pretty. Uh-huh. That's that's pretty fun. Although it's it 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 might bring some pizza gators back to the mix. So we'll see. They're, but, they're pro they're pro boobs, but they're uh, they're anti jokes, which is. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, but that's—I mean, like it, the thing is, like it, you know, like I, I don't know. It, I can talk about it to you later, but he's got like a reputation for pissing people off and then like really being like a shitty guy on the app. Like that's the reputation. Um, 
even though you know i think there's probably something behind all that and but who cares you know like it's like there's a weird part where i don't know i don't know man i don't know like i don't really like talking about people when they're not around because it feels weird because no matter what you do feels like you're talking shit but like yeah it makes you feel better he could go just promise yourself that you'll post this and he'll have the ability to go back and defend himself that's true i could do that yeah I mean, I'm going to post this one anyway. It's one of those random episodes. I mean, like, that's that's the thing is, like, I, I, you know, anyone who's listens knows that I have these shows where I do a lot of research and then I go into a topic and then there's a lot of, like, stuff there. There's, like, meat on those bones. And then there's ones where, you know, we're just talking about uh, fucking Stevie Wonder and Jodie Foster is fucking people or talking about she was a big girl, sir, or whatever. <laughs> like she was a heavier girl, yes, sir. She was a yes, heavier sir. girl. <laughs> yes, sir. Wait, like was it... she a great big fat person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that what Buffalo Bill says of that? Is that what he says? Yeah, yeah. She's coming yeah. to his door looking for the girl and asking about her. And he's like, oh, oh, was she a great big fat person? <laughs> She's like, she was, a, she was a bigger girl, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think or you know heavy set, set girls. Whatever. I gotta go back to the tape and see what she says. Right, right. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm still figuring it out too. I mean, like part of me too. Like I like doing this, but I, things are getting real busy and shit. It does take a. I don't know. I don't know. I I. This is the I last like, episode. What if Fred it is? Hansen in sweets. What if it is? I mean, like. Ugh. I do like doing this a lot, though, but like I'm supposed to be working on a bunch of other stuff and it's it's hard to do it all. And honestly, this takes a lot like those those times when I have those episodes where there's a lot of meat on the bones. Like that's because I I'm dedicating like some hours to it. Right. It, it yeah. takes time for me to learn. Like I, I don't know everything. In fact, I the more I do this, the more I realize I don't know shit. And I kind of miss some of the people who used to be on the app just because they were really good at. Like they're all out there learning and doing other shit and they can kind of tell you things and that can kind of get you involved with something that you don't know about. And then you start reading about it and you learn a little bit about it. You know, it seemed like there was a space where a lot of people were educating each other on stuff and keeping each other like informed and shit like that. But uh, it's still happening. It's just, it does seem less, you know, and that makes it harder for me to, you know, it's hard to do that, that much research like alone and then come out and then try to do something too. That's like, I don't know. People are entertained. Plus I also miss doing comedy and shit, man. Like I might just want to like seeing you back doing improv again. That was fun, man. Or the sketch yeah. show. That was fucking fun, man. Like that's what I like to do is like, just you gotta do it. I can tell dumb jokes and be fucking stupid. Like that's great. But I don't know. Like it's, it, it feels weird to just do that when the world's falling apart. I don't know. There's so much shit. There's like, there's a lot, but I do know I like Stevie wonder and I liked listening to Stevie with all y'all. Well, you know, cool. All right. Well, usually I do some kind of like sign off when I speak a little more about the topic, but what's there to fucking say about Um, Joe Byron, man? How about, hey, Grandma, wipe off the ball sweat. (laughs) That could be your sign-off phrase. Hey, Grandma, 
wipe off the ball sweat. I guess I'll leave with this. I'll leave, I'll leave with uh, 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 just this. This is all. Okay. Give me a fart sound. Nope. This is the. Uh, well, I'm going to leave us with. Uh, give me one second. You know what? Maybe I will get fucking YouTube uh, premium. Yeah. Premium if you're going to keep posting things, you should. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, should, I probably should. Charmin's diamond weave texture cleans better. See, so because you can like use that's less. not going to work. Charmin like, ultra not, strong. You see, it like kills the joke. What I was going to leave. What I was going to leave us with was, you know, I was going to get all dramatic and say, you know, what is there to say about Joe Byron? Um, but maybe someone else said it best. Today by BetterHelp. You've heard a lot of people here here with mental problems. You know they need help. You need help too. Go to BetterHelp.com. Use the promo code Superstition for ten percent off. Bye, everybody.